What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Matt Massacre here, coming at you for episode 22 of Straight to the Core. And I just got finished. I'm doing this kind of bass backwards, but uh, I just got finished with the guys in Silent System, uh, Dom and Tater. And uh, boy, it's been a really great interview. It's the very first interview for the podcast. And uh, well, first interview in studio. Technically, our first interview was with the guys in The Final Burial out of Texas all the way back in episode three. But this is episode 22, so it's been quite a long time since uh, we've had an interview of any kind on the podcast. So I'm really happy about this one. I've been talking about it for weeks uh, when it comes to doing uh, interviews for the podcast. So I'm really happy to be here. And um, I had an amazing time with the guys in Silent System. It, it The interview itself is about two hours. It's just under two hours, but it went by fucking quick. And uh, I have zero complaints. Zero complaints. It was a lot of fun. A lot of cool shit about Silent System. Kind of talked about the history of of both of the guys, Dom and Tater. Kind of where they got their start and and how much uh, local music in my area means to them. Um, I know I haven't really concentrated a whole lot on local music in my area. Uh, but that's by design. It's nothing to take away from anybody in the local music scene uh, because the Rockford area, where I'm from, Rockford, Illinois, has some of the most eclectic talent that I've ever seen. And um, there's so many different outlets to represent local music in this town. I feel like the podcast would have just got lost in the shuffle, to be completely honest. So that's why I've kind of concentrated more on the international, the, the national, um, which I've had the time of, life, time of my life doing, and I wouldn't change that for the world, so I'm really happy about that. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, this is last week without my six. It was amazing uh, from Rockford, and this week with the guys in Silent System has been a great experience. Episode 21 and 22 uh, have been really, really fucking great. And uh, hopefully, I mean... We'll, we'll sprinkle in a little bit of Rockford love from where I'm a little hometown love uh, on straight to the core. Uh, but I got a lot of amazing things lined up from bands that are going to blow your fucking mind. So I'm really, really excited for everything. I don't want to prolong this intro too much because the interview itself is almost two hours. So I think even with this intro, I'm going to do a little outro too as well. And maybe, uh, yeah, but this guy's in silent system. We're going to play their track first. We talked about it briefly, or briefly, with a good opening segment of the interview itself, uh, concentrated a lot on Take My Life, which is the debut single uh, from Silent System. And they made a lot of cool announcements uh, on the podcast. Some some are very first. I'm very honored to have some firsts for Silent System. They made some really sweet announcements. So I'm really, really excited about that. You'll hear it in the interview. Um, it's towards the middle end, kind of, uh, but it's exciting. So definitely stick around for the whole interview. There's some really great news coming out of the Silent System camp. And uh, I'm really happy for these guys. I uh, had the pleasure of sitting in, because me, me and Tater, we go way back. Way, way back. I'm talking 14 years, 15 years maybe. And um, so he invited me to a lot of the early practice sessions for silent system. So it's really cool to see where these guys have come, where they've grown. Um, I know they're still relatively new to the Rockford area compared to more established bands, but they're definitely making a wave and I'm very happy for them. 
And uh, like I mentioned, I need to I need to really get some more local music uh, represented here in the podcast. Kind of sprinkle it in here and there because there's a lot of talent, and I know the local band. I know if I asked some of the bands in the local area, they'd be more than happy to. And I do got a lot of respect for local music uh, in the Rockford, Illinois area, Northern Illinois, Southern Wisconsin. Um, I've been supporting not so much in recent years. I'll be the first to admit I've kind of. I've kind of put distance for reasons I don't really understand myself. Um, but I've kind of really fell off the fucking wagon, if you will, uh, when it comes to local music in my area. And you should always support. I mean, if you're a metalhead and you're listening to this and you're not from the Rockford, Illinois area, you definitely... I mean, I'm sure that the local music scene, for those of you that aren't from Rockford, from your own respective hometowns, I'm sure starting out as a metalhead or just wanting to fucking listen to some live music, have it be fucking heavy, you support the fuck out of your local scene. And every band started out as a local band at some point. It's the truth. It's the God's honest truth. Um, and uh, so, yeah, before I go too deep, this is already about five, almost six minutes of an intro. And uh, I kind of want to, we're going to play their single, um, Silent Systems, new single, Take My Life is going to be a part of an upcoming album. Um, they said the name in the interview. I don't read the beginning. I believe it was called. If I butchered that, I apologize. Because <laughs> the guys already left. They, they left um, 10 minutes ago, maybe. Just that I told them. Because they came in, came into the studio, came to my place, sat down in the studio, and we just shot the shit for two hours. And it was really fucking awesome. And they just left. So I told them I was going to record an intro. So when they first hear this, it's going to be the first time. They weren't here for this. So uh, without further ado, though, we're going to get right into the single from Silent System. This is Take My Life. Let's do it. Take 
And there you have it. That was the debut single from the band Silent System titled Take My Life. And it was really cool to hear that when they first released it on Valentine's Day last week. And um, going to the early practice sessions with these guys and to hear that riff initially and then to find out where it ended up turning into is really cool. Really cool. Kind of just a personal little a little throw that in there kind of thing. <laughs> uh, but it's really neat to see where these guys have, have come uh, in such a short amount of time to be able to create that. I mean, I'm no musician, so for me, I look at it a bit different because I don't, you know, I don't really understand it as much as these guys would, you know. So for me, it's, it's a bit of a different outlook, and it's really cool. It's really cool, but I don't want to linger too long because, like I mentioned earlier, uh, this interview is damn near two hours long. And it's a great interview. These guys have amazing things planned uh, for Silent System, and they got a lot of cool things. And like I mentioned earlier, some really cool announcements that they made first here on Straight to the Core, which I am honored for. Uh, so thanks again to Dom and Tater uh, for coming in to rattle the brain for a good couple hours. Uh, so with all that being said, further ado, we'll get right into it. This is the interview with Silent System. Let's do it. <laughs> Okay, so this is my first interview I've ever done ever. And well, no, I shouldn't say that because I did a interview with a band called The Final Burial, but that was different. Um, <laughs> so we're using one mic because I don't have a mixer because it's been just me the whole time. So I've never had a reason to really buy one. Uh, so I'm here with Silent System, Dom and Tater. Uh, introduce yourself, gentlemen. What's going on, Tater? I'm the lead guitarist for Silent System. What's going on? I'm Dom. I'm the vocals for Silent System. And uh, these guys are here today to be the first live band in the studio. Yeah. Fucking mint. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really hoping that this doesn't sound terrible. I'm going to do my best to use my spirit fingers and fucking <laughs> make it sound pretty, you know? Magic. Um, <laughs> so uh, you guys have just started out. How long have you guys been together now? Oh, almost a year. Yeah, yeah almost a year. Close, yeah. I think we started out in February of 2019. Okay. So yeah, just about a year. Yeah, just about. So we got we got your your very first single. Yeah, take my life. We're gonna play it at some point during the episode. I don't know if we do it during the interview. I might do it afterwards. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I probably what? do it afterwards. So. Tell us a little bit about the recording process. Was it fun? Oh, stressful? <laughs> it was. Uh, it's your first single. Right. It's your first single. <laughs> well, um, as a band. I don't know, honestly, we kind of had a lot of fun with it. Oh, I yeah. actually had to leave for a good portion of it, to be honest. Well, you were there at first, and then yeah. you, you recorded, like, in one take, you recorded just a, a rough draft of the entire song so that we can go off of that. Yeah. That's how we started that. Okay. But, um, yeah, we went through Frostbite Recordings. Um, and, I mean, Caleb Caleb Perez, he's a really good guy. He knows what he's doing. He, um, I, I, how do you explain, like, Frostbite? Like, I mean, they do, like, studio recordings. They do music videos. They do, they do a bunch of stuff. It's kind of like a jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty okay. much. Um, but the actual recording process, man, it was, it was long. It was a long process, but surprisingly we got it done in one day. The whole thing. The whole song. The whole song. Yeah. Everything. One day. Yeah. 
all the uh, all the instruments. Well, levels. I mean, not like mixed and all that. Stuff, no, but recording but wise, yeah, recording. Yeah. Okay. Um, but otherwise, it, it took a couple of weeks to wait for. It to well, yeah, but, yeah, and all that. Yeah. But, but I think the longest part was well, obviously Ginger. That's our drummer. Um, I say he probably recorded for a good maybe five five hours just five. steady, was like not live drums. Or oh yeah, yeah, live, yeah. Drums. live drums. Okay. It, but it was recorded in his basement of his house, which was really cool. I it was it was weird seeing like him set up like all the mics and right. doing all that. But he was really easy to work with, and Ginger, from what I take, you know, appreciated how easy he was, you know, and he was just you know really cool about it. But after the drumming, it was what Joey got bass done in one track, literally one one single take. He oh, played wow. it perfectly. No, no fuck ups. No, no, really, yeah, that's right. impressive. Oh yeah. So um, you guys got an EP in the works, correct? Yeah, we we're did. working on it. How uh, how many tracks you guys thinking? Eight, about eight. Yeah, yeah. might as well call it an album at that point. Well, yeah. But <laughs> some of the songs weren't that long, if you know what okay. I mean. You know what I mean? Right. Kind of, there a couple that are kind like of a, short, little fillers. I guess you could. Right. I don't know. I don't know how to word it, but yeah. Okay, you got a, you got a working title for it or? Uh, the beginning. The beginning. Yeah. The beginning of what? The shit. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of the shit show. The yeah. It's like... <laughs> okay. Neat. Um. Neat. Fucking wow. Um. <laughs> So, Dom, yeah. you also play bass in a band called Backburner that's yeah. local to the Rockford area. Yeah. Um, how was that going for you? Um, well, at first, and I, you know, when Backburner first started, we were, you know, we were kids, you know, right. that was our main, our main thing. You know, we didn't have jobs, shit like that. Um, but then we, I personally left the band. Right. Um, for quite a while, I think it was actually like five, uh, no, like three years, something like that. Okay. And um, and I got a random text message last year. Uh, actually, it was a group chat that I got invited to, and it was TJ, you know, putting me, my brother Austin, and Jake Bird in a chat, and saying, "Hey, start this shit back up. Let's you know right. start fresh." And um, I've met up with uh, TJ and Jake and Austin uh, throughout this previous year a couple times and we're planning on writing a whole new album it's a coming full full comeback yeah because you guys have been on hiatus for a good couple years now well right? yeah since 2018 yeah. um not you know it's it's not gonna be like a like how backburner was either you know right. we, we played a lot of shows we you know we were out very often right <clears throat> but it would it would just be we just want to get together write the album and then play a show here and there Right, you know, nothing. everyone's got you know kids and a weekend you know, warrior type yeah. of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, every, yeah, get married, all that stuff. Right, everybody's right. But yeah, I I still like to jam on the bass from time to time, and I actually do a little bit of the writing, bass wise. I help Joey quite a bit. Okay, but Joey's actually fucking phenomenal. Even and Joey's know, the bass, t- Tater's brother. Yeah, yeah. Right. and he's just phenomenal. But awkward, but phenomenal. Awkward. <laughs> now, to be fair, me and Tater. We go way back. I've known this man since he was 12 years old. So I'm sorry. I, yeah. <laughs> no, but funny story. There'd be times back then because I met him through his cousin, Zach. Shout out to Zach. I love you. Um, <laughs> you, do, you do have to come up at least He's once. Gotta, yeah, I'm waiting for the text message. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> Quit making fun of me. No, um, 
Get in a flash. <laughs> <laughs> but so I met Tater through his cousin Zach and yeah. his sister Alyssa. And um, even back then, when he was 12, he was fucking shredding, playing guitar, just shredding. Because right. his family is very musically gifted. A lot of members of his family play an instrument of some sort. Oh, yeah. It would be instrument, or instrument, guitar, piano. Right. I think there's only like two or three people that actually don't know how to play anything in right. my family, to be yeah, honest. Zach is, but see, that that's weird that you say that because before Silent System was Silent System, it was actually a band called Pray For Us, and he was actually the drummer of the yeah, band. Just, he, he was you know, playing he was drums. Fucking for, phenomenal. Right. At his grandma, I would go to his grandma's house back in, my own, back in our old neighborhood, and he'd have drums set up in the basement. And right. Just, and then he fucking pick up a guitar and just start shredding. <laughs> and remember back then, he was like, I'm like 15, this kid's 12. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Right? <laughs> He's good, man. He plays like, he, I like the metalcore, you know, side of things right. that, he, that he can do. And he, I mean, he's just fast. You right. know? And I, I personally just like, you know, I can really get into that. So. Right. So, yeah. And then I'd be like, all right, fucking do the Fire and Flames Guitar Hero. Let's go. <laughs> right. Fuck you. I'm going to chuck a piece of that. <laughs> like. And then we literally do in, in the basement in, in the basement of his aunt Kim's house, Zach's mom. Right. We would fucking play Guitar Hero. Oh yeah. And just hang out, and I've known, stayed in contact all these years. So I'm, Which shit, we went to how many shows together? Yeah. Let alone. I mean, because I'm 28 now, and you're 20. I just turned 26. Yeah, yeah. So January. that's I'm a baby. 26. <laughs> that's what. 14 years. I can't math good. Me neither, but yeah, I guess it we'll sounds about that. right. Yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> Long ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dom, I've known of you for many years because of Backburner. Yep. But I've just recently got to get to know you. Right. Since Silent System started. Yeah. So that's really cool. And I remember back in the day with Backburner, it was really hard for you guys to play anywhere because you were all under 21. <laughs> yeah, the only one that was overage <laughs> was fucking Henry. Shout out to Henry Drucker, my guy. But uh, yeah, th- th- see, that's the thing, man. Like, we, we played so many shit. <laughs> <laughs> we played so many shows at Take Twenty. It was like that was our home. Rest in peace, Take Twenty. Yeah, like we we loved it there, and I I personally loved it there. But yeah, it, I'm 24 now. But I mean, we started playing. Well, me and my brother. My brother's uh about a year younger than I am. Yeah, and uh, we started playing. You know, Take Twenty when we were 15, 16. Right, I remember. It was crazy. You know, I remember I kept telling people, you know, you guys need to book these guys. But as soon as we play, they were like, well. Hey, you know, you can't stay too late. Got to right. go home. You gotta be, <laughs> yeah, well, fuck, dude. I want to see how my six play. You, you know, be like, gone like fucking nine o'clock. Right. You know, yeah. I want to see reckless play. You know, right. <laughs> but damn. But yeah, man, it's. I I'm really happy that I'm still you know involved. Still involved. In- I'm glad that I came back because I left literally the entire scene for like <laughs> fucking, like I said, three years. Right. Yeah. And then a lot can change at that time. Right. So Tater, this is your first this serious rocker band, right? Yeah. No, this is the first time I've actually actually been able to put something together. To be out there, I guess. So who, uh, you said it started out as a different name, correct? Yeah. yeah. So what's like this true origins of Silent System? Is it you two? Is it? Well, uh, well, it started off, there was another guy, he ended up messaging me and about, he, he wanted to start something up, you right. know, music wise and asked you know, some about looking for a drummer, and I happened to put up there, you know, I drum, you know. Right. And uh, I also just got out of a pretty messed up long relationship, too. So, 
I didn't do anything as far as music and stuff for about six years. Because I know for a while there, you kind of like, like every time we took, because you lived, you never lived in Rockford until recently. Right, right. So, so yeah. every, every time I contacted him, he'd be somewhere. Right. Hour, yeah, I was never really uh, <coughs> stationed to one spot, yeah. I guess. So we always communicate, but we never actually got to hang out. And every time I'd hit him up, be like, you still playing? You still doing shit? What are you doing? And he'd be like, yeah, kind of. Right. <laughs> you know, but you never really. It, the big part of where I was living at at the time um, was just finding people that wanted to be committed to it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I mean, I had a couple projects. Uh, I, I lived out in Cary, Illinois, but I had a few projects out there. But again, it just it it, never nothing happened. Right. You know, it was kind of just we'll do it for fun here for a little bit, but never actually went out, played a show or anything like that. So, yeah, this is. First, I'm your, actually getting out there. Your first, like, on stage, yeah, kind of serious project, right? Okay, that's neat. I fucking took you long enough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so yeah, uh, this guy messaged me and messaged back, whatever, and then we ended up finding Cobrin, who was the original vocalist, okay. and it was just us three at or. Yeah, it was us three at the time, and then Coburn brought on someone else that was just us, and then at some point, he came over to my house one day, and he started playing guitar, and uh, the next thing you know, I I don't know, I liked how he played the guitar and stuff, and I was like, dude, that's the kind of sound that, you know, that 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 I'm looking for, you know, that I'm down to do. Right. And, I don't know, ever since then, dude... um, just a matter of finding the right pieces to exactly much, I mean, to I mean. <laughs> then as soon as you know like when i come aboard um like i said you know at first he was drumming right you know he, kind of, he honestly didn't even know i played guitar it's kind of I, I had no fucking clue it kind of reminds me like you know adam d from kill switch right you know, he, he played drums on the first two kill switch albums i see i didn't even know that now what right. the fuck <laughs> adam d played if you if you go back and watch their 2004 documentary mm-hmm uh, the first, the first self, they have two self-titled albums, dumb. but the very, very first one and um, the first album with uh, Fixation on the Darkness on it. Mm-hmm. I can't Sorry. remember the name of that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the name of that album. <laughs> I'm on the spot, but yeah, he played drums for those two albums and he went to guitar and they found the dude with the beard. I can't remember. Jesse name. Leach. No. No, that's the old vocalist. Yeah. Well, the Fuck. current vocalist. Yeah. But the album with Jesse... And then end of a heartache. Oh, he went. Okay. Get, he went. Get, he went to guitar officially. Oh shit! See, I didn't even know. Yeah. That. So that's why, like, he reminded me a lot of Adam D because and Joey Jordison because he multi instrumentalist. Right. Like, he could do. He could play drums and play guitar mm-hmm. and be right good at both of them. Well, see, I well, thought you know I, I thought I was set in stone when once we got that you know lineup. I thought it was set in stone. You know that I was going to sit there be playing guitar, which I've never played guitar in a band before. I've always done bass. That was like I don't know thing. We had a couple grooves going when I was drumming for us originally, but it you, just you it could wasn't. Tell it didn't work. You it was something wasn't right. right. And then I don't know. We we got done with practice one day. <clears> and we were just hanging out, and I was like, "Yo, can I jam your guitar for a minute?" He was like, "Sure." You know, he had no idea. I didn't know how to play. It. Like, knew how to play or anything. And what was it? I started jamming Thunder Horse from fucking clock, and he's <laughs> like, "I was like, what the." Fuck, <laughs> this dude, this dude was playing six from all that remains of fucking thirteen. Yeah. Well, see, and that's see, that's what I'm getting at. Because after he played Death Clock, 
he sat he sat there and played Bloods, the solo from Pantera. Yeah. You know, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, why the fuck are you not on guitar right now? Right. You know. He's like, well, you're playing well, part guitar. of the <laughs> part of that again at that time. Again, I stopped doing music. A lot of I my one guitar that I have, uh, the neck ended up breaking on it. The SG, right? Yeah, it was because yeah. my. My daughter ended up running, was running around, I had it out, was not being responsible. Way to go, with Dad. It. Yeah, right? <laughs> and she happened to trip over it and knock on the right <laughs> angle and split it went. But, so I didn't honestly have any gear except right. for my drums, so I, that's all I had to go off of. And then, you might as well, you got it. Right. right. And then, um, Plus, the drummers are fucking hard to come by. But I think after they decided, you know, we want to give you a shot on guitar, I think the very next week I went and bought my Jackson. Like the yeah. very next week. Yeah, I was actually really fucking geeked about it because he, he said, like, you know, with previous projects that I had going on, you know, I've heard, you know, other people say, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this. You know, right, I wasn't expecting it. So then, it, right. you know, I, we call, we go over there and it's like, he has the same fucking guitar that I have. And I'm like, dude, fucking mint. <laughs> like, All right. You know, <clears throat> but I mean, it, it worked out good because, you know, he's he kept jamming on guitar and shit and then. How did it how did it come about? I I can't re- recall exactly how it come about for me to like just hop on vocals. Um, so you... actually, the old vocalist, we were actually all jamming out together, and there was something something the old vocalist was kind of not getting. I guess if that makes sense. Like we it just wanted... wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. He was a puzzle piece. But he it's not that he, it's not that he was bad. Coburn wasn't bad. No, so he's, no. He's, he was a puzzle. We're still cool with him to right. this day. And it's not that he was bad. He just wasn't. He wasn't the fit that you needed. The puzzle piece that we were trying. Right. To he was. Right. A, he was right. a puzzle piece to the puzzle, but not your puzzle. Right. Well, I don't know. He came up and he hopped on. I think we were recreant. Yeah, we were playing recreant. Chelsea Green. Green. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I heard him fucking do his thing, dude. And that's when we were all like, "Yeah, you know what?" <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm not a huge fan of Alice Kohler, so. I'm gonna say it. No, I like Tom, I like Tom better. <laughs> I like Tom. Oh Barber. yeah, yeah. Tom, big, Tom Barber is a Tom Barber is such a good. He's a huge influence to me. I just recently saw them like three months ago, and bruh, lucky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I can only imagine. I mean, but he, I was a fan of Lorna Shore before. Oh, of course, because I got their, yeah. I got their EP that he was on, and this fucking giant collection, right? Which of where? It's, there's a thousand fucking T's right there. So. Jesus. <laughs> I yeah. talk about it quite frequently on the podcast. So now you guys can vouch for the fact that I have a lot of Yeah, yeah there's a lot of shit. <laughs> lot, lot of Somebody shit. CD player does not want. Right. <laughs> they don't want none. <laughs> See, I'm, for me, it's like, I'm, I know the digital age is coming. I right. know what's happening. It's 2020. Right. It's going to happen. But for me, if I'm going to spend 9 to $10 on an album, I want to fucking look at it. Right, right, right. I want right. to say, you know, I have it. I want to you know? fucking look at it. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, I feel like on that. But I mean, like some like smaller bands like you guys, it's not financially probably the right decision to make starting out to really. Well, I mean, you know, we, we, right. we're sticking with that digital, you know, right. thing right I mean, now. I don't everyone's on their, on their fucking phone. You know right. what I mean? Everyone's either on the phone or on their fucking laptop. So one way or another, they're going to come across it. Right. You know, YouTube, you know. Spotify, all SoundCloud, that. exactly right, everything. Right. So that's why we we haven't got the hard copies yet because right. I mean we don't know if there's a is big demand for it. Is that something that you're looking at doing potentially? Well, like yeah. Like I mean, if, if there's you know if there's people out there like like you that love to do the collecting thing, right. yeah, of course. Right. We want people to look at it and be like, damn, I have one. Right. You right. Know? 
<clears throat> that was really cool because I got a I was sitting on top of the. I mean, obviously the listeners can't see it, but I had a band called Eons Abyss. Yeah. On the podcast, and they're from Australia. And Steve, shout out to Steve from Eons Abyss. I talk about him a lot. He's not going to send me a message after he hears this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he sent me a physical copy of their album, Impenitent. And there's only like 50 copies made, and he sent me one for free. See, what That's the fuck? Awesome. <laughs> for, he dope. sent me one for free, just as a thank you. And I love the album. I love the Ants of Bist. They're one of my the biggest supporters, for sure. Damn. Yeah. So, and they're from Australia, which is fucking wicked. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here in my fucking guest bedroom in my condo. <laughs> right. I get, you know, right. These guys from Australia. Hit me up and said, oh, that's cool. That's cool as fuck, though, man. But and just for the fact that like, it's 50 made, so you know that they purposely thought of you to give you one. To give me cool one. Fuck. So that's yeah. neat. So, yeah. But, yeah. So what's, uh, you got any other recording lined up for some new tracks? You got any new tunes coming out? Or well, else? for a little bit. I mean, eventually, we we're, s- yeah. I don't know, we're actually trying to record one more, but it's more for, because we're doing like a music video for it. Right. But other than that, no, I've, we're going to be focusing on trying to get an EP out. Otherwise, we're going to continue just, you know, booking shows, playing them. Show, playing if I may, um, the song that we are, that we, we've come to an agreement about it because uh, a couple months ago, I lost a really, really, really good friend of mine, Nicholas Soul. Okay. Um, he, he died really tragic. It was, it was rough on me. I, I mean, I, I hate talking about it because it bothers me. Uh, sorry for lost. I mean, I'm with. I got yeah. I'm lost. I've had a very friends. I didn't want to bury either. So right, I'm, I'm with you. Um, but I got the news that he had passed, and I, you know, at first you think, you know, somebody's fucking joking, right? You know exactly. what I mean? Like right. I'm getting exactly. You know, I was with Mark, man. Yeah. I thought someone was just pulling my chain. I'm like, dude, I was literally just talking to that motherfucker. You know, right? <laughs> and I mean, you know, that same day that I got it, my first instinct was, I want to write. I got it. You got to do a tribute or right. something, something, some kind of, and that's where I come up with the track where the angels fly. And I remember you playing that. Line. That is really, really, that is a rough song for me to do. Regard right. even in practice, I, I can I can barely get through it. Right. You know, just the music itself. It is. Oh, the, the, yeah. The the. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's 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 when, when there's a to the outside looking in, it's just a song. Right. right. But to the people performing it, a lot of times. A majority of songs for bands right. isn't just a song; it's something more than that. Exactly. And the thing is, it's one of our slower songs too. You know, and like not really a heavy hitter that we, you know, that we've been writing lately. It's not a heavy hitter, but, but it's, it's, a, it's a heavier. But I'll go up there, right. dude. If we're on stage, I you guarantee I'm jamming that one out harder than right. It's you know, it's like take that's my what life. I love about <laughs> right. That's what I love about fucking metal, man. Like you know, you're not gonna find that in any other genre, right? At all, period. Right. And out of all the songs, out of every single song that we play, that is my favorite song. Right. Even though it's the hardest for me to do, I really enjoy because getting it out. You because know? it's something that means more oh, yeah. than just yelling into a fucking microphone. And, and right. it hurts It hurts me still because his mom... <clears throat> man, I'm getting choked up. Sorry. <laughs> his mom doesn't even know that I wrote a track for him yet. Is there a particular... We'll give her a fucking shout out now. Oh, that Amy Soul? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Amy and Leroy, Leroy is, uh, his, his dad. Um, but that's why I wanted to do a music video. Is that the song you're going to do? Yeah. Okay. For him. Yeah. All right, cool. And I want to do the music video and have, you know, the tribute and all that. And then I personally want to give her a hard copy on the disc so she can watch it whenever she wants. So what, uh, what kind of vision do you have? 
Um, I guess for what I've pointed out to the guys is, you know, I want it to be, I don't know if we should have like actors in it or if it's, you know, it should go back to like seeing us playing and back and forth. Right. I guess kind of along the lines of, I bring the weather with me's music video from a media affliction. Okay. If you've seen that. I've seen that a couple times. You know, how it goes back and forth. Right. Something along the lines of that, but I really wanted to stick like strictly on, you know, him. Like I want to have like pictures and. You know, a bunch. I mean, I just have a bunch of ideas. So you want to do like a slideshow of, of pictures of him, and then right, like pan to you guys it's, playing. It's somewhere on the lines like the strength of like brotherhood. You know, you get that vision. right. Okay, and then it's basically all of us. You know, going to like a funeral. You know, and right. It it doesn't necessarily need to be you know his grave that, that the camera shoots on. Right. But I want it to be like that. We're all standing around it, and then. Um, at the end of the video, I, that's my biggest vision about it. Right. It pops up his military picture because he okay. was in uh, um, the army. And okay. um, he, uh, it just, man, just thinking about it fucks me up. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, like, I've, I've had, like, <clears throat> everybody goes down that road where you don't know what tomorrow brings. And I've, right. had, a, I've had to bury more friends than I want. And it, it sucks, and dude, because I literally just talked to him not even, like, two days but That's prior. how it works. It's, you know, it's like, fuck, terrible. man. But, yeah. But it's it's good to know that, like, if I were to go tomorrow and somebody did that for me, I'd be like, damn, all right. Yeah. I meant something to somebody at least. Right. You know I mean, I mean? And the crazy thing is, dude, is I grew up with, we grew up playing, like, kids softball together for right. Kenrock. And, you know, all of, like, uh, I didn't go to school with him. He went to Jefferson. I went to Guilford. Right. But every summer, we you know, meet up and play softball. Then that's when we got close and then I got the phone number and then we started hanging out and all that good shit. Went from exactly went from there. Right? So that's why I had to I absolutely had to write something. So is that gonna be your official next single then? You thinking? I I'm I'm thinking yeah. And I think we we should re you know, with release it with the music video. Right. So you guys got like a time frame or when not entirely because like uh, like we said we've you got we've up. got a few We've got quite a few shows coming up. So right now it's pretty much like a, it's pretty much like a, what's the, what's the shit they do in the movies where it's just like a drawing, it's like a comic book. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, fucking, it's, you know what I mean? Like yeah, the vision no, is just right, a, right, right, in the exactly, yeah. I mean, like, like Tater said, you know, we have the whole EP or album, whatever you want to call it, but, you know, we have that that we want to get recorded. Okay. You know, and then, I mean, and Angels isn't even the only song that's on this, you know, EP album, whatever. Would right. it be an EP or an album? I, I ain't got an album. Do, I mean, I'd probably call it an album if you're doing eight. If, you, if, if we're doing like eight, I'd say probably, I'd probably call it a debut. Yeah. Well, okay, so then off this album, well, Tater wrote a song for Mark. Right. Called Moment of Silence. Okay. That song hits just as hard. Right. Very, very hard because, I mean, I didn't know Mark. Right. But I'm trying to portray his message through Fun my voice. Fun fact, Mark was actually going to be our original bass player. That is true. That okay. is very true. Like, I really? That's what sucks. Is That's why I wrote that song for him, is because that very night we were talking about it was the last time I got to talk to him. Then the next day I found out. And I think, actually, oh, wow. I just added Mark on Facebook. So I like, just found out that he was going to come play with us. Right. And then I just added him, and I didn't get a chance to talk to him. And then it was like two days so later. So basically, in a nutshell, this album's gonna have a lot of emotion in it. Oh yeah, a lot. Of, oh yeah, oh yeah, a lot of, a lot of um, wearing your heart in your sleeve kind of thing. Yeah, essentially. I mean, in a way, I mean, you're dead and dating too. I mean, there's one diss track on it. There's <laughs> every know, album's gotta have a diss track. <laughs> I mean, there's you know the one diss track, and then there's you know the, just as long as it's not about me. Okay. No, of course <laughs> not. No. There's the one diss track, and then I mean, when when I say emotionally, I mean. 
I, I went through it a, mean anything. I really. went through a really really dark time after my long breakup after seven years. I right. mean, that fucked me up, dude. Right. Okay, yeah. And that's when I, you know, I started writing. It wasn't originally called "Take My Life." Okay. But that's the foundation started from right. that point, and I never got around to finishing it until I got with this group. Right. But you know, then that's how "Take My Life" come about. Okay. So, and "Take My Life" is probably. It, at, from the last set list we played, I don't know. We have we have like three fucking massive heavy hitters, but take my life is one of them. Trapped's my favorite. Trapped is fucking mean. With Sean and Sean Dotson from Sounds in the Wake is on the track. With okay, us. all right. Hey, yeah. I just stop seeing fucking me. I feel like a nerd. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, Sean's Sean's been really fucking cool. You know, he uh, come out. I mean, the past couple like. Five practices, something like that. Oh, he's, really? he's been yeah. hanging out. Yeah, he's been yeah. coming, and then he, you know, it got brought up that he wanted to hop on a track. So I'm like, "Fuck it, let's do it." Right. You uh-huh. know, and then he got on stage with us. He, I, like the day before, <laughs> he practiced with us this track that he just got the lyrics for, and then he practiced the day of, and then right. at the show, and he fucking annihilated it. It was oh, yeah. fucking awesome. So I remember Silence in the Wake. Those guys kind of followed the same path that Backburner did, to where they were too young. Yeah, we were they, we were yeah. we were trailing each other. You know, right. it was like you know we had them show they got on it, and then if they got on it, you know they brought us. Either way, I'm kind of glad that you know I didn't start doing anything until now. But right. at the same time, see, know, it was different for for me back in you know because I'm two to four years older than you guys. Right. right. So for me, there was a lot of all ages venues. I kind of mentioned this last week. Yeah. But. The hardest thing about today, and it's no dig at any the town or anything, it's just the way things are, and it's just right. fucking sucks. But I mean, back in you know the mid to late two thousands, there were three or four all ages venues in town. Oh yeah. So well, yeah. Didn't you guys? I mean, we'll take twenty. We'll take twenty was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's one called the Rock uh, Box. See, I wasn't even around for that. that. Uh, LTS. L- yeah. That was LTS was, was another good one. I, I actually seen my very first local show there with Witch Beulah. I love. I actually have their album. Yeah, I, I, I do as well. Yeah, I seen yeah. which Beulah Beyond Threshold was on the bill. Okay, sounds right. And if I remember correctly, Patchwork. Patchwork, yeah. Okay. But this is when Chris was doing vocals okay. for him. So I mean, it was actually pretty fucking cool. Right. But yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing I think. I must you know reiterate it from last week, but right. Like you guys, Backburner, that must have been really fucking discouraging. You have it, all this music it was you want. Very hard. You have all this music you want to fucking share with the area. Right. And you have nowhere to play. Well, also, in nothing against, you know, Take 20 and Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. He was yeah. a great fucking guy. I miss Take 20. Was yeah, I swear to God. It was a good event. <laughs> for sure. But it was like we every show that we played at Take 20, it was like we had 30 minutes. <laughs> right. There were 30 minutes, but we had like an hour and a half or an hour Worth set. the material. Right. And then it's like we kept... You know, picking and choosing what songs and like, fuck, dude, you so fight all of them. I think that's why it's it's so hard to to see new bands in this area because I know right. there's fucking talent there. Oh yeah, but there's nowhere for anybody to play. If you're under 21, you might be able to play like a benefit at fucking 3:30 in the afternoon. But by 10 o'clock, you by 10 o'clock, leave, you gotta right? leave. But back then, in like you know 2006, 2007. The rock We're box. actually still kind of running through that with because our, our drummer he's twenty still to, he's, he's still, he's still underage like just not as bad because you know the rest of the guys right. are of age but we still have digs here and there we still gotta we gotta fight wait. that fucking we gotta yeah we gotta bit. get over that little hump but I think he's that's something that actually we were talking about doing within the next couple of months because he is turning twenty one 
Right. Okay. So we were thinking of talking to like Rick or somebody, you know, right. possibly booking a twenty-one bash. I mean, Rick might be the guy to do it. You know, Rick, it's mean, it's been brought up multiple times, but you know, Ginger is he's one of the goofiest dudes you could ever meet. Like he's uh, how do you explain? <laughs> dude, how know. do you explain Ginger? I've only got to meet him a couple times. Dude, he's explain. he's he's like the most. If you're having a bad day, just talk to him. That's all you got. He's, he's one of those. He's just his his his, 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 his aura. His aura is just fucking amazing. He's just got one of those. Oh yeah, you can sit there and just talk to him, right. and you know you smoke with him, whatever. You know he's just. Oh no! If you smoke with him, dude, it's totally like he's out there, man. <laughs> he gets like this little giggle, but <laughs> like bullshit. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Dude. I can't get enough. That's actually spot on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it's it's good to see new bands pop up. I know, man. Right, yeah. I've kind of fallen out of the local music scene in the Rockford area. Um, over the last few years, just because I've been kind of concentrating on life and trying to figure out myself, because right. I've dedicated so many years of my life to local music, which I'm not complaining whatsoever. Right. I'm very proud of how many bands I've got to see grow. Like on my six, I did a, a oh, yeah. special episode. Yeah. Uh, last week about them, you know, which seeing... is so fucking sad. Yeah. I don't want them to go. <laughs> Shout out to Rick, by the way. Dude. He's actually yeah, been, he's helped us out a lot. Yeah. Rick's now, guy. since we're on the topic of Rick, Rick has had my back. Since the he's very got, who's got your back isn't just a slow. Oh no, that, that's, no, that's that's legit, bro. Like, right. Even before Backburner, I don't know. I, did you know about my first band? I don't probably called know. Death Attributes. It's a bullshit, no, dude. It's so no. fucking dumb. <laughs> so stupid. But anyway, like Rick actually helped us get you know our first foot in the door, right? You know, into the scene. He from because uh, he worked you know at mobile. Yeah, you know, we and I, me and my brother, we lived three streets up. We walked on the so mobile, walking, right, just talking bullshit, whatever. And right. then, you know, we brought it up to him, hey, we're in a band. He's like, well, one show, right? You know, and then from the get go, he believed in me and my brother. And I, I'll never fucking let that up, dude. Rick yeah, is a fucking he's, he's, he's a good guy. He's one of my closest friends. Yeah, I'm, really, I'm really happy to say that. But, uh, oh, I thought it was your friend. Like, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, I guess kind of going back to what I was saying about new bands in the area, because I feel like the most discouraging thing for kids, especially, because back in the day, 2006, 2007, and onward, right. like 2010, like 2006, 2010, was some of the best years of my life. Oh, yeah. For definitely. local music. Because I was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't play back in those times. But, but you still you know, went to the show. Because he was fucking 14, but he could still get in the fucking door. Right. See, I wish, you know, I wish it was like that still, because there's a lot of kids that want to get out and they right. want to just get their aggression out of these fucking shows. Right. That's what, what I mean? that was like the biggest thing for me with silent system, dude. It's like, you know, how many, how long have I been in this scene? And people are like, they know I played, but then right. how many times I've been asked, why aren't you doing this? Why right. aren't you doing that? Well, I mean, now I'm finally out here doing it. Exactly. Before getting in the bars and whatnot, I was going to shows at the ELB. I remember. Yeah. I've been yeah, I mean, there. lots of hard. There was a shows. weird time there between like 2010, 2012. Yeah. Because in 2010, Coincidentally, the rock box and the LTs closed their doors around like three months of each other. Right. And I was 20. Oh, boy. So I'm like, where the fuck are we going to show? All right. Um, <laughs> right. <what>? <laughs> so ELB had, I mean, it wasn't like the same, you know, feeling as you, you go into like, you know, whiskeys or you know, right. take 20. It wasn't the same feeling, but it was, it was like the shows were fucking hard hitting every right. time. You know, there's never a misstep. You know, you're always in great pits. You were, you know, just having a blast. Right. So I wish, I, I just wish we had venues like this. I mean, it's, still. I mean, there's the, the thing about it is, is there's venues, but they don't support heavy music. 
fuck them. <laughs> fucking dumb. You know, fucking I mean, dumb. I mean, they're they're out there, but they just don't. I mean, I can understand why. You know what, dude? I've been around Illinois, and I can tell you right now, though, Rockford's probably got the best as far as like local. This is yeah, dude, oh, like man. they've got the best. These last couple, like everyone's supportive. Everyone, right. you know. I like I said, I've lived out in Chicago, dude. Unless you're doing rap or dubstep or some being a fucking DJ or something, dude, you ain't really making it out there. Yeah, no, you yeah. know, right? And again, that's why it was so hard for me growing up out there to trying really, to find. That's what know, I'm saying because there's no inspiration. Right. There's no inspiration to want to take that next step to start a band or find peers that have the same right. vision you do to try to put something together when you got nowhere to fucking play. Right. Right. You know, it's like why bother. Like, I want to, but I'm not going to fucking waste my time. Mm-hmm. And that's the sad thing about it is because I know this town has a lot of talent in it. And it, there's bands out there that prove it. But there's still oh, yeah. kids that are 14, 15 now right. that look at bands like On My Six, that look at Reckless, mm-hmm. that look at fucking, uh, I'm drawing a blank here, looking at like Suck Up With The Death Clowns, looking oh, at fucking Faith and Faith and Embalmment back in the day. Embalmment, holy fuck. <laughs> that's a funny story, Embalmment. <laughs> Involvement to kind of bring um, yeah. Um, Involvement it was kind of funny because I was in high school. We all went to Harlem, and all of Involvement did, and we were all. I think the youngest one was Larry. Shout out to Larry Bryce. <laughs> I remember Larry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think he was the youngest one. one. I think he was fifteen, and we were all. Come up with and play guitar. Yeah. And the funny thing about it is him and Spencer, though. Spencer. Yeah, <laughs> boy. But uh, <laughs> I just saw Spencer a couple days ago, actually. Um, but their very first show was at the Rockbox in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. I want to say two thousand eight. It might have been yeah, no, late two thousand. Late they maybe, no, 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 no. It had to be earlier than that. It had to be during the school year, so it had to have been... No, it had to be like 2007, dude. It might have been 2007. Either way, the very first show, nobody's heard of fucking tune. It's used the MySpace days. You, there's no Spotify. Right. There's that's fucking LimeWire or fucking MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> LimeWire was the <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, there's no Spotify. There's no Apple Music. It's iTunes, but you right. gotta pay for everything. Right. Each song by the song. Mm-hmm. So there's no streaming. So it's all... You're still pumping the pavement and posting out flyers on fucking billboards. Oh, yeah. And doing everything. And we had the rock box to capacity. And Ballman opened and it was to capacity. No shits. To yeah. capacity. And this was like a <laughs> 250, 300 cap room. Well, see, I, I, funny, funny situation. First time I ever heard about embalment. Right. I actually, I was invited out by my buddy Timmy Bear. I don't know if you know who he is. I, I'm bad with names. I might. <laughs> well, he went, he went, he went, he went to Harlem. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, he had a bunch of friends out there at Harlem and shit. But anyway, he invited me out. Now, mind you, he's a couple years older than me. He invited right. me and my brother out. Well, my dad, Jason, went out there as well. But I think, we, every, I think every dad on Facebook. Yeah, Jason Shelton. Yeah. <laughs> guy's fucking mint. Right. <laughs> Big supporter as well. Um, but anyway, uh, Timmy invited me, my brother, and my dad out there um, to the show. And it was, I think it was, I, I cannot remember whose house it was. But it was at somebody's house oh, in the my. back in the backyard. And they were playing on the deck. Uh, Journey to Fall was on the bill. Oh, it was. Uh, we were there. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Journey to Fall because was on the bill. Because then they get It was by your house. Yes, and it got moved. Yeah. Yep. We were there. And then the cops showed up right before fucking embalmment played. Yeah. No, was... no, I'm sorry. Not sorry. I think it was right before a Journey to Fall played because they were ending the show. Yeah, I remember that. that, that because was... Sleaze opened, if I remember correctly. That was the weird time for me yeah. when I was 20 and I didn't know where to fucking see music. 
So, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But that show was fucking cool because it was in somebody's backyard. Yeah. yeah and I was a little guy. You know, I was like 13, 14. I actually stayed at your house that night before. Yeah. And we were like, oh, dude, there's a show like right down the street. It was go. down the street from my house where I grew up. And, yeah. that, and that's actually the first time that I seen Larry play guitar. Yeah. And Larry really doesn't know who I am. Fun fact, I, me and Larry got the same birthday. Fucking man. <laughs> <laughs> like Larry and Spencer, they really don't know who I am. But I, I remember them because they were like the ones that but that's showed me. This you know, is what almost ten years ago now, right? right. But right. here you are, thirteen years old, right? Seeing embalmment, who at that point have established themselves, right? And Except, I mean that that show that, alone was like I never expected music to be that heavy at right. that age. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then I heard, I remember hearing it, and I'm like, oh, I want to do that, right? You know, and seeing, I mean, I remember it like clear as day. Spencer's blasts were. He was one of the he, phenomenal. I mean, he still is. He still is. Phenomenal. Yeah, all those guys. I mean, I've kind of because of life, I've right. grown distant from a lot of them. I mean, Larry doesn't even live here anymore. Spencer. Well, one of them moved to like Arizona or something. Larry moved to South oh, yeah. Carolina, I think. Something like that. Uh, yeah. Spencer's married, doing his own thing. Um, Jeff is no longer with us, unfortunately. Right. I heard about that. Um, rest in peace, Jeff Green. I love yeah, you. Yeah, for real. Um, and Tate, I haven't seen Tate. No. How long? But I mean, back then, I think I still have one of their EPs, one of their original oh, EPs yeah. in the collection somewhere. That's nuts, dude. But it was cool because these are like my guys. You know, right. it's like in Harlem, there was cliques, like mm-hmm. in any fucking high school, and there was the metalheads. Right. And we were all, we all wore fucking trip pants because we, <laughs> right. we were those fucking kids. <laughs> we right. were all just like really great friends. And there's a funny story at Harlem. Um, there was this rumor, and I can't make this shit up. Swear to God, this is 100% true. <laughs> We all sat, everybody in Ballman, a couple other people um, that were just metalheads. We all hung out. We sat at the same breakfast table. Okay. And this was fucking 12 years ago now, probably. And uh, more than that. Probably more than that because I'm (laughs) almost 30, but whatever. (laughs) I still have trouble with that too, dude. I'll be thinking of shit. I'm like, that happened last year. No, that happened like like fucking six years ago. Okay, gotcha. But uh, (laughs) anyway, so the bell would ring for first class, first period. And we all kind of stand up in unison. Not on purpose. We're right. just kind of, all right, time to do the fucking thing. <laughs> right. Let's go. And I heard, I don't remember how I heard it or who I heard it from, because it's been so long now, but there was a stigma on our table that the reason we all got up at the same time and kind of stood there and chit-chatted a bit longer was because people were thinking who we were going to plot to murder the next weekend. What the uh, fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> just because we wore trip pants and a fucking Death Note t-shirts. Oh, I feel you, dude. I literally went to <laughs> a store that was, like, if you were a metalhead dude, you were an outcast. Right, sure. exactly. Like, it was Which all fucking how... football players. Yeah. Like, the school I went to, no, <laughs> the school I went to, dude, was a bunch of richy rich folks. You were you in Cary, weren't you? Yeah, dude. So, yeah. like, it was, you know, you weren't cool unless you had the fuck, your parents had the money type shit, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. You ain't cool unless you're driving a BMW to school every day type shit, so I, I, I got... I Joe Dirt fucking show up. Just me, dude, dude being me, <laughs> and, you know, I'm coming to school wearing, like, Lamb of God fucking right. shirts, shit like every that, day. fucking... There was a, every day. There was a, the, the, <laughs> I had an Iron Maiden shirt with fucking Eddie flipping off everybody, dude. I, I got... got I got... <laughs> there's two shirts... That I had to go home literally <laughs> have my mom come bring me a fucking shirt because I couldn't wear it. And it was Cannibal Corpses, the bleeding artwork. Of course. Oh. And that's, a, for those of you that aren't familiar, it was literally a fucking corpse cut from fucking chin to belly button. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I think it 
think it was a weekend. I was chilling out with Zach, and for some reason, I ended up watching Crayola Phil shirt. Yeah, he bought me a Crayola Phil shirt that says on the back, your mother should have swallowed. I wore that. Fucking <laughs> mint. <laughs> I actually fucking got kicked out of school because of that shirt. Yeah, I, I got, I had a chance. <laughs> fucking like, awesome. yeah, you can't wear that here. And I'm like, well, I'm not I changing. I wore it to school, yeah. I wore it to school. Right. And shout out to my mom, but she didn't give a fuck. Like, she's I, just I, like. I, I love mom. She she just didn't she was she was skeptical at first because in, right. in fifth grade, I did I had a music class and this how's she doing by the way she's doing good she's doing good she's still over there I yeah she's still at the same place yeah and uh, but I did fifth grade there was a music class and the assignment was everybody had to pick an artist and do a report on him oh boy <laughs> and I picked Rob Zombie yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was this was fuck, fifth hey, grade out of two thousand one, two thousand two. I think I was a sophomore, but one of our English classes we had to do like a, a speech type right. deal. Um lyrics to songs, what they mean to you, you know what I mean? Stuff right. like that. I did dull boy dude and I thought the whole school was gonna blow up <laughs> right. well, I picked Rob Zombie because my cousin shout out to my cousin Kelly. She uh she's a few years older than me. Right. And when I was a kid, kinda Origin story of how I became a metalhead. Mm-hmm. Um, I really didn't. I knew music. I knew like I'm. I have Motley Crue. I'm a big Motley Crue fan because my mom listened to fucking a lot of eighties eighties <laughs> hair metal stuff. Right. You know she. I grew I, up on that too. You know, so. like Ozzy. Oh. My mom fucking loves Ozzy. So Ozzy's one of my fucking idols. You know, Motley Crue, hair metal. You know, right. that kind of thing. So I was familiar with the music, but I was so young that I didn't know what it was. Like, I could listen to a song, oh, that's cool, and no idea what the fuck it is, but I like right. it, you know? And it was that point to where, I think I've told this story on the podcast before, I'm going to tell it again, since you guys are here. Um, I went to my, because at the time, I was under 10 years old, and she was probably 12 or 13. And we lived in an apartment complex next to each other. Mm-hmm. The same apartment in the same location, uh, like, they're identical buildings, but we lived in the same apartment on the bottom side. Right. So I just walked to the walk to her fucking my uncle's house. Right. And she had Rob Zombie's Hellbilly Deluxe, the just the disc. Mm. Okay. Chilling on her dresser. And some of you guys might have to look this up. I'll show it to you guys after we're done recording here. <laughs> but the disc, it's a black disc with zombie drawings all over it. Yeah. Zombie heads and just because Rob Zombie did all that himself. Right. And I was just I was fascinated. I'm like, what is that? Right. What the fuck is that? Right. <laughs> that is amazing. I don't know why it's amazing. It should terrify me what I'm in love. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm fucking eight, nine, you know. Right. And so I'm like, hey, can I borrow this? She's like, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm like, okay, cool. And I put it on and fucking Super Beast played. And I was just you, you're, Yeah, you're my done. Uh, that's that's actually the first song I ever heard, you know, from Rob Zombie. I've yeah. actually, dude, I've actually been influenced metal to metal since I was practically born. Well, yeah, because your whole family is. Well, not... My, my uncle Dave, dude, I'm going to give a huge shout out to him because, I mean, if it wasn't really for him, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now right. as far as musically, but... Which I thought you he, were bullshitting me yeah, about your uncle yeah, Dave. Well, <laughs> uh, he had his band Headlock for a while, dude. They I remember around, them, yeah. yeah dude, okay. They tour around a lot and stuff, you know, and uh, he was actually, dude, I think I was like six or seven. Uh, he came to stay with us for like a couple of weeks or something like that and i used to have 
a big ass Slipknot poster, you right. know, and me being that young, I'm like, why do they all wear masks and shit? You know? Right. Well, later on, man, the next thing I know, he's handing me fucking Pantera CDs and fucking Slipknot, Machine right. Head, all that, dude. And then from there, that's I started following him, watching him play guitar and stuff, and that's when I started getting really that's into it. That's where you got your inspiration, right? Right. Okay. Neat. There we go again. <laughs> yeah. Right. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. Nerd. Okay. Um, where's it going with that? Man, I see you guys grew up like, you know, Rob Zombie and all this. Well, bullshit. I saw fucking Pantera and I was 2000 and I was eight. See, what the fuck? All right, look. <laughs> you know what I grew up on, dude? I'm not going to bullshit you. So my family. Sweetie, on. <laughs> I dragged yeah, I'm not going to say, dude. <laughs> you know, one one of the biggest music. things in my family, too, was country music, man. Country music is a big thing in my family. That was one of them, but if it wasn't like what Matt said, you know, like the 80s hair metal or something, my mom was huge. See, I grew up. My fucking Motley Crue, uh, Bon Jovi, fucking yeah, See, like, my mom, yeah, all that shit. Yeah. My mom's really been into, like, I mean, she loves country music. That's all that's in my mom's side of the family, but my mom's also into fucking corn and a bunch of right, other things like that. But my stepdad, he's the one that really introduced me into, you know, uh, Slayer. Slayer was, was, that was my, that was my band, dude, as a kid. Like, I grew up, I was the only fucking kid in that Catholic school that would come and listen to fucking Rain and Blood. I shit you not. Technically, I'm Tom Ray's Christian. I See, I didn't know. See, what the fuck? But no, but every kid in my fucking class thought I was, you know, fucking weird. Well, yeah, same thing. You know, I'm sitting there listening to Angel of Death, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. You know? But it was like Slayer, and then it was, you know, Pantera. I mean, just, the list goes on. But growing up, before I got into, like, all that, it was all, like, Dokken from Jason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dokken, fucking, you know, Dream Mr. Big, you know, like, all that. <laughs> you know, Dream Warrior. Yeah, that. I, but, see, I can still listen to that now. Right. You well, because you grew I, up on it. I like, love it. For me, like, I my absolutely first, love it. My very first concert ever was fucking Sticks. My mom See, that's took me. Fucking awesome. My mom took me to a Sticks concert. That was my first concert ever. I just yeah. think of Eric Cartman every time I think of Sticks. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> but for me, it's like back then. Like I said, I, I knew the music. I just couldn't put a title to it. Right. Right. I knew I liked the music, and then as I found, I found Rob Zombie, and I could finally put a name to the music. And I'm like, wait, all that stuff I was, I was listening to was Slipknot. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. that was that's Pantera. Okay. Right. So that's. I started putting the fucking pieces together mm-hmm. and I started to figure out, okay, I love these bands, you know, I mm-hmm. fucking, and then it, it kind of progressed from there, you know, and it's, I don't know, it's really weird because most metal is just one of those things, dude, like, I don't know if you, it's honestly just one giant ass family, dude. Really, like, I mean, you, you just can, have to, yeah, like, kind it's of, one of those, get into it, right. It's one I mean? of those things you could be walking through fucking Walmart and you could be wearing a fucking... Right, I could, you could be, be wearing. If a I fucking, wouldn't know you, dude, and I see you wearing that shirt, I'd be like, "Oh, hey, yeah, you know? nice shirt." Right, <laughs> it's one of those things. You don't even have to fucking know the guy. Hey, you're cool. I like your shirt. Right, I and know what that it's is. It's like you guys have a bond. I know, <laughs> I know. Mentally, we're kind of the same. We're person. there. Like, I know what you're fucking. You're right, I don't know your fucking <laughs> name, right? But I know you're like me. <laughs> right, I'm pretty sure that's how me and you met. To be honest, <laughs> I was like, motherfuckers wearing. Uh, I don't even know what shirt you're wearing, but you had this long fucking hair with like black, oh, purple, yeah. green fucking yeah. in it, and fucking piercing in your lip and shit. And yeah. I'm like, it's weird. It's a goofy yeah. fucking, goofy looking, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, you know. I don't know. I just know the fucking first day me and him, my dude, me and him fucking clicked, and we were ever since then, dude. Yeah, it's been. 
a lot of years, many, many years for sure. But uh, does some dumb shit that we're not proud of, but we're also proud <laughs> right, of, right, right. you know. <laughs> um, no incriminating, right? <laughs> right. That's, that's why I love metal because there's so much, like you guys have kind of said earlier, about putting uh, emotion behind a track. It can mm-hmm. be raw, it can be aggressive, and a lot. That's what the thing, the shitty thing about metal is it gets that stigma. Oh, it's just violent fucking music, right? You know, it's violent fucking... Oh, I get it all the time. How can you listen? Oh, you, how do you know well, what they're saying? Do you know they're what they're screaming. saying? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, it's not that hard. But, you know, it's... And that, I mean, that's actually, you know, a big reason why I said for the music video. Yeah, I want people to see that fucking emotion. Because personally for me... to happen. Any kind of music, dude. I don't really... Personally for me, I don't really listen to the lyrics. Yes, I do. I do, but I don't. But I like hearing. I, I more listen I like to it, the way it's portrayed. Right. Exactly. I like exactly, exactly. I like having that feeling that's coming out. How was it delivered? Itself, you right. know what I mean. Even it's if it's like, something that you don't even understand, you could tell that it, it's you know punchy. That's one it's, of the the main reason why Knock Loose's new album. I love it. The Different Shade of Blue was mm-hmm. my out 2019 album of the year. I love it. Because a lot of people shit on Brian Garris's vocal style, but it's so fucking raw. You can feel it. You can right. Right. Like, and then just the music behind it, it's so aggressive, and you want to break things, but in a good way. Another band yeah. that, you know, <laughs> that hits me is Gideon. Gideon, Gideon, yeah, Gideon make, is good. Like, like, just put it out there. How fucking geeked was I to see them at the Apollo? That was amazing. Out of every Apollo. other fucking band that <laughs> right. played that, I think it was like a, I don't know, fuck. I saw Gideon. Oh, no, yeah, you were Attila, Bellamaya, there was like a bunch of bands playing. Right. I was there for Gideon. I've only seen them <laughs> once, and it was with... Burials, Wage War. See, that's a fucking badass Ocean Jade, Alaska. That's a bad Ooh. fucking line. Yeah, <laughs> and that was on my birthday. I love their fucking drummer. Yeah, Ocean Jade, Alaska. Oh, he, he does uh, Chris, Chris, uh, Chris Turner. Yeah. yeah, but I saw my fiance took me to that on my birthday like two or three years ago. So it was right when I think Blueprint was the only album Wage War had out. Okay. Or no, they just released Dead Weight. Okay. And yeah, so it was sorry, it was a she got she bought balcony seats too, so I got to see the whole pit and like burials and Gideon, there's fucking just bodies. Oh yeah. <laughs> I feared my own fucking life. <laughs> just dude. bodies. I'm serious, dude. Gideon hits it, man. And that's that's like my favorite fucking band at this time. Right. I can let's do it on repeat. Actually, I think favorite. I'm wearing a fucking Gideon t shirt. But I am. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm wearing their t shirt. But yeah, I mean, I don't go to as many concerts as I used to. Like, if you think back to like, well, me, you guys obviously weren't there, but I mean, you kind of were. What? I was, I was there. For, yeah. <laughs> but like all, like, we would go to like two or three a month. Oh yeah, dude. It was so, the whole summer, I think, me and you were constantly We, we would just go see fucking bands and bands and bands, and now I'm lucky to see two shows a year. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we, we at least like got to see shows. Slipknot together. Right. We went to Knot Fest, which right. was fucking cool. Right. So that was cool. It was like the... Seventh time I've seen something. <laughs> we survived. Like, we, <laughs> we just survived. survived. Some didn't, but we did. Yes, yeah, so we survived. survived. I think it's safe to say I'm probably pretty much set in Mosh retirement. I'm getting there. I'm. I'm pretty. I heard. I heard Hodge got into a fucking pit though. I heard, he did. Hodge, I heard Hodge fucked it Hodge up. is in retirement, but he's just like, I can't not do this. I have to do this. Right. I can't <laughs> miss this opportunity. I'm gonna do it. I'm sorry. I'm gonna do it. That's dude in his fans where it's hard to you know. Make that decision. You're like, but I mean, it's them, right? All right, fuck it. I'm going in if I get hurt. Like again. mayhem, <laughs> mayhem. Uh, 
2012, no. Um, 2012, Slayer Blade. Oh, oh yeah, 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 Man, yeah. I'm like, all right, I can't. I got to. All right. They were on <laughs> one, dude. Yeah. And it was really cool because Motorhead played that. And that's the only time I got to see Motorhead. But at least I got to see him before Lemmy died. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those bands that's just, like, doesn't get enough credit for what they provided oh, yeah. for heavy music. That it's cool. I got to see him at least once. Dude, I, you know? I actually throat punched. A, well, he's not even a friend of mine because of what he did. But I throat punched a kid because I was growing up. I was like really big into Motorhead, very, very. Right. And this kid was like, "Motorhead fucking sucks," or he, he said, "Motorhead sucks." You're like, "Why does the singer look like that?" Blah blah. And I just got, I got tired of hearing. I did. <laughs> I, I was like, "Dude, fuck up! Just shut your fucking mouth." <laughs> Just listen to it. Just listen I to just it. remember. Who would win in the fight? Let me or God? Trick question. Let me or God? Trick question. Let me or God? That's from fucking Airheads, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. 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 Lone Rangers. Ball. Why is it plural? It's, it's the Lone Ranger. <laughs> okay. Uh, you lost me. <laughs> I'm not farting. I know drum set. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> you look like half a butt puppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're losing. But it's like for for Motorhead, I honestly discovered him from fucking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Oh, the original? The, the, I don't know if it was the original or two, but it had Ace of Spades on it. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that I think that was the original. On PS1. Was it the original? Yeah. Yeah. It might have been. Yeah, it was one of them. One of the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. But it's like you don't realize until later in life how much shit influences you. Like I fucking grew up on Beavis and Butthead. That's, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know. So and they fucking play Pantera videos. Oh fucking, yeah. Fucking you know Queen's right. video videos and fucking just everything under the sun. Queen's Jack was really good live. And uh, so I, I never got, I don't know. No, I've never seen him live. I've seen him with Jeff Tate. Ruby Sarzo was on So, like, too. like, Jeff Tate's Queen's Rack or yeah. the original Queen's Rack? Jeff Tate Before the split. Jeff Tate. So it's the, okay. Because they had Rudy Sarzo on bass, which is a big fucking influence <laughs> for me. Okay. Massive. Like, I've seen, you know, they come out. There's so many of those bands out there which is too fucking. <laughs> but, you know, too, you, you, you know, go to see a band. It's like, I was excited because it was Jeff Tate. So, right. like, okay, I get to see him. But then I see Rudy Sarzo come out. Then I fucking fangirl, like, massive. I'm like, fuck him. I want him. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. But uh, there's a lot, you know. There's a lot of influence. Like, oh, yeah. There's a lot. You don't realize it until later, like, like Wayne's World. Oh, I grew up on that movie. Oh, my yeah. mom got a free fucking VHS. VHS, mind you, kids out there, I don't know what the fuck that is. But it's a good <laughs> shit. It's a good shit. But uh, she got a VHS copy from fucking McDonald's for free for some reason. And I religiously watched that. Oh, yeah. As a kid. You got, wait, she got Wayne's World? She got Wayne's World on VHS for free from fucking McDonald's. That's, see what? <laughs> it used to be lit back then. You know? Oh, yeah. And to this day, I cannot. I know Bohemian Rhapsody is fucking overplayed as fuck because of the movie. Right. So Queen's like, nothing against Queen. I love Queen. But I mean, now they're, you know. It's Queen. beyond. Right. Yeah. But that whole scene where they're driving in the fucking Gremlin and playing Bohemian Rhapsody, I, I cannot it. listen to that song and not lose my fucking <laughs> mind. I can't listen to that song and not think of that scene. Right. You know what I, I mean? can't, like, so I'm a kid, and there's a funny, there's a funny story about Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, they, there's a very, very funny story about that. So me, Ginger, well, you know I like to party, Matt. Yeah, that's all I got. Me, yeah. Ginger, and Tater. It was one night we were just writing music, and Tater was, you know, he had his phone hooked up to the PA, and he was playing like a bunch of songs, so right. goofy shit, whatever. I mean, we were fucking hammered. Right. 
but yeah, and awesome, but... Ginger was pretty fucking lit. Well, <laughs> he played Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, Ginger's just laid back and he's just like chilling. And as soon as that fucking that chorus come on, he fucking rose right up and just got it. Like he just went <laughs> right into it. And I was like, what the? Where the fuck did you come from? Like right. you were just like dead asleep. Just passed the fuck out. But yeah. And I have videos of that on Snapchat. Yeah, it's just I'm kind of glad like social media wasn't where it was at today, fucking 15 years ago. <laughs> oh yeah, we fucked. Oh god. <laughs> right. Oh man. Oh, but all right. So, kind of talk about origin stories. So, if you guys start with you, Dom. Hmm. If you could pick supergroup, dead or alive, one or two guitar players doesn't matter. Who would it be? Supergroup, dead or alive. I so you want me to name like every band member? Every band member with all right. Um I would probably put Diamond Guitar. Okay. I would put uh Zach Wild on Who do leads? They're both lead. I'm just fucking fuck I'm just fucking <laughs> no, they're both playing. Let them fight over oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um I'd probably have Man, see that's hard for vocals though. Like like it's got, it's got to fit with the style. You right, because right. I, you know. Man, I don't know. Drumming-wise, uh, to see, like, Kerry King, or not, I'm a fucking idiot, uh, Zach Wilde and Dime, I'd like to see Dave Lombardo, honestly. That could be, all right, yeah, I could see it. You know. Um, man, that's so hard, because I have a bass. See that's even that's even that's worse, even harder, right. you know, because I I have so Free. not. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, fuck it. I mean, get it. Oh, Cliff, Cliff Burton. <laughs> I'd love to see Cliff Burton in a group, okay. you know. But rest in peace, Cliff. That's like my number one biggest yeah, base right. influence. Oh yeah, okay. number one by far. Him and Geezer Butler. Okay. Um, yeah. But vocals, I honestly cannot say because there's too many good vocalists that could be three. Obviously, Phil Osamo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. What's the singer of Testament? I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, Chuck Billy. Chuck Billy. Old Chuck Billy, though. Not S- new. Skinny Chuck, Chuck Billy? Skinny Chuck Billy. Okay. That's okay. Not fat Chuck Billy. Even though fat Chuck Billy is fucking mint now. Their new, their new <laughs> fucking album is... Yeah, their great. new single's hard. It's really good. And then I'd probably say... Oh, fuck. Because it's like, it's like a threat. That's more of like it's a more, thrash. It's more of a thrash band. I love thrash groups. Right. Um... I would honestly have to say vocally. Man, I really don't know. Yeah, you can't think of a third one. Oh, Joey Baldano. Okay. All right. Or who's the guy that I can't remember? Uh, his last name's Bush. He replaced Belladonna. Oh, uh, fuck. I know you're talking about. No, I'm on the spot. I can't. <laughs> fucking brain dead, but he was fucking awesome. I loved it. I'm was more personally a Belladonna guy. Yeah. I like those Anthrax albums with yeah. Bush, but for me, it's just like, you know, right? Antisocial, fucking, it's fucking just, great. You, you know, you know, the you, whole fucking Among the Living. Among the Living, yeah, it's perfect. Favorite albums, yeah, for sure. See, I forgot fucking Scott Ian. Fuck me, <laughs> Frankie Bello. He's fucking great. Like, yeah. See, I don't know. Yeah, there's too many. So you're more of a Thrash. Once, once I got you know a lot more in like my teenage years, that was all I listened to was thrash. It's just straight thrash. Oh man, all of it, old thrash. You know, 
early Exodus with, you know, Kirk Hammett. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All that shit. And then, you know, you guys know the band Prong? Yeah. Yeah, fucking love Prong. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and then Old Testament. That shit was some of those bad. some of those middle weird albums from Testament don't get enough credit. No, oh, no, they really no. don't. A lot of people shit on them. I'm like, why have you listened to it? Right, or you just listen to one track. No, I, like, was it fucking Anvil? I listened to them too. They were fucking great. I never, I never really, I know of them. Man, I know who they are. Out, dude. They have a fucking TV show. On they had like a TV movie for a little bit. They had a movie like yeah, this is Anvil like or something yeah. like a documentary. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a VH1 or something. But if I have yeah, to say like, if I have to say like my favorite vocalist of like all time, all time, Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elton John can fucking melt it out, dude. Like it's not gonna get fucked up. Rest in peace. Rest in peace with fucking King, dude. I'm gonna have to say Dio. Uh, yeah. Okay. Dio. Yeah. That motherfucker, man. I. Yeah. I would have loved to shake his hand. I, I really. I would've. never got to see. I didn't see actually. Him. No, I never did. Everybody. I would have loved to see him like early days, back in like yeah. Rainbow days. Rain- I got like three or four Rainbow albums, dude. Like see? I got fucking. I'm telling you, this collection's immense. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> but um, that's that's the deal, you know, like Rainbow days, and then like what I think wasn't it the first band he was a part of it's called Elf. I think so. Yeah, I think it was yeah Elf. I I I can't remember. I, I think you're right. Yeah, I think because that like think. early Dio days are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I don't know. I just have so many, and see, that's the thing. So many influences. It's hard to do, but I, right. I, I gotta throw it out there. <laughs> that fucking supergroup shit. Don't. Yeah, that, that it's hard. <laughs> it's so hard because there's so many people that I just want. More, I want like seventy five fucking people, just in one fucking band. one thing. Right. right. All right. What about you? Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Um, I mean, you pretty much know. I'm in. I mean, I know, but they don't know. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Super group. Let me think. I don't know. I'd either choose fucking, like you said, Phil Ensemble for vocals okay. or Rob Flynn. All right. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, dude, I'd kill some Rob Flynn. Yeah. <laughs> um, guitar, probably like Dime or shit, dude. I'd even get some Randy Rhodes thrown in there. See, I was thinking him too, man. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking, man, imagine if he never died in that fucking plane crash, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. See, and that's another thing, too. Like, how would... The what, dudes from Bowdoin, dude, they were pretty yeah. good, too. I see Leo. Yeah. Whew. There's just some people, like, musicians that died way too young. Like, oh, yeah. Imagine if they had, like, a 40 See, I, I, you know, like I told you earlier, you know, like the whole Cliff Burton thing, like a big influence for me. Like, what would what would have happened if he wouldn't have died in that bus accident? Right. Like, would he have stayed? Or would, like, would they well, that's, like, one of the big things, too. You know, it sucks because, you know, at the time, you're not really noticed until after a fucking tragedy. Right. Fucking and, you know, it sucks, but another one fucking Paul Gray, dude. Paul yeah, Gray, that one, dude. Fuck. Fuck. Let him a couple times. Well, you're lucky. You can eat my sack. Because I love Paul Gray. <laughs> I've met him too. <laughs> Both of you can eat my sack. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you got Phil and someone vocals. Yeah. Um, like I said, probably Dime or. Dime. Okay. Yeah. Dime on guitar. So two thirds of Pantera. All right. <laughs> I don't know, man. Two, I've been like two fourths of. Half a Pantera, I should say. Pantera fan my whole life. I don't know. Um. Bass. Bass. 
Get some fucking Les Claypool in that motherfucker. <laughs> fucking Primus. Uh, dude, I can't think of his name right now, but dude from Love Dave. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Ryan Martini. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that motherfucking slap. He's <laughs> yeah. Please bring that mudman. I've only got to see him once. I've never gotten to see I've him. Only I've never seen him. Luckily, I've gotten to see Hell Yeah, which means, you know, I got to see Benny before he went. But, right. Yeah, yeah so. I only got to see Mudman. I was in 2009 at the Metro Center. Mudman was fuck off. Yeah. See, even at the Metro Center? I was at the like, Metro God. Center with Dope, Static X, Bury Your Dead. <laughs> yeah. It was with Dope, Static X, Bury Your Dead. See, I would have loved to see Static X. Suicide Silence, if they played that. See, again with the Suicide Silence shit, you've seen yeah. them downtown. Wait, I told this story kind of off the mic. for Bury Your Dead at the time? It wasn't, the, it wasn't Mike Terry. It was the white dude. I can't remember his name. Is that the same dude who got ended up? They were ended up playing a show or something, and like thirty seconds of their song, their bass player went to do a fucking flip, got his pecs stuck <laughs> in his head. I think so. Yeah, dude, the dude ended up playing. Dude, the dude played a whole show, fucking practically in cuss almost. <laughs> wow. Oh no shit. Hey. Yeah, that's the one thing I was. I kind of mentioned this off the mic before we started recording about yeah. the rock box was like bands that were starting out, like Velamaya, uh, Oceano. Velamaya is a great group. Dude. Yeah, so good. Uh, Suicide Silence, Amir, um, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, Born of Osiris. I can't, I um, can't forget about Boo. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's like Walls of Jericho back in the day. Good story about that. <laughs> Bury Your Dad, actually, again. Um, a lot of bands. Like, I saw Suicide. Yeah, what happened to Bury Your Dad? They're still I, around. I, them, I think I they're still them. around. I'm pretty sure. I don't know, though. Don't quote me on that. Right, right, right. I don't know. But anyway. So the Rockbox is another reason why I love that venue is because I got to see all these bands before they hit it. I mean, well, for metal. Before they were like skyrocketed. Right. Like Suicide Silence, I saw before the cleansing drop in front of 200 people. Born of Osiris, I saw when they were still called Roach Brands. See, yep. that's... You know. That's, yep. I saw them at Clearwater Theater. Yeah. Out in Dundee. Yeah. Before they changed. I mean, Whitechapel like, played that fucking venue too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like right during this. There was a couple times. A couple times. But they played at that venue. That was where where Tater's from. Right. Or grew up, I should say. Uh, Whitechapel played that This Is Exile tour. I mean. It's fucking amazing. You know, and then Vail I've also seen All Shell Parish out there, too. Yeah. It's the same venue. But, I mean, like, Amir was right around. um, What's that? Uh, Something about needlework. Needlework? Something? Uh, Uh... Fuck. Something guy did <laughs> something guy didn't need to work. I cannot think of it right now. Fuck. Yeah, I'm on the spot. But anyway, it's right around that, that early early mirror. That's gonna eat at me now. I literally have sitting over there, I have Oceano's first demo they released. See what the fuck dude. And, <laughs> yeah. and it was all because of the rock box. And you're not gonna get that today. Mm-hmm. See, I You're not gonna get that today. And not not a lot of people, I don't know a lot of people that actually remember that. You know, that's sad. Yeah. That's, that's, that's definitely just, fucking sad. That's kind of where all the social media stuff hits, man. Because it's like back then you <laughs> had to fucking hit the pavement and fucking post flyers up and put it in fucking people's windows yeah, in their car. Just record it, fucking throw it. Well, fuck, we were, we were hey, doing that, like you know, we were doing it with fucking you know back burner. Right. You know, we were putting, we went to disc replay and fucking coals, like big fucking parking lots, and you know, put flyers put in. Fly, right. You know, especially for our last show that we had in 2018, we did the same shit. You right. Know? So that's just what we know. You know, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not a fucking you know uh, social media 
You gotta pee or yeah. go pee. Or go fuck this. <laughs> 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 When I'm blocked, I'm like, hey guys, I gotta pee. Like, fucking, this is definition raw, bro. Go fucking drain your main thing. Tater's piss time. This is my happy pee time. But no, dude, it's like, you know, that's all we knew. Right. You know, I was just, I'm not like a social media guru. So I don't know how to do that shit. That's the shitty thing about it. Like, MySpace days were the fucking best. They were the goddamn, because even the big bands had a fucking MySpace. Really? You know, like, they would... Posted on fuck myspace.com forward slash fucking machine head. Myspace.com forward Simple. slash fucking. Simple. Right. And every band used that as like a fucking website. And it meant something because right. MySpace cared about music. See, I wish I could really understand, you know, that. Right. Because, I mean, I had a MySpace. I did. But at the same time, it's like I wasn't in You that. were kind of the tail end right. of the exactly. MySpace era, right? But that's, I mean, that's kind of how I view Facebook now. Right. You know, for like specifically, you know, our band. Right. You know, even Backburner. You know, people say, what's your website? I, you know, first thing I say, you know, oh, uh, Facebook.com slash Backburner. Right. I think it's Backburner Core or some bullshit. Right. But, but that's all we knew. Right. So now it's like, you know, I've, I, me and him, we've been really doing the social media networking, you know, like crazy trying. We learn more as we go. Right. You know, he controls like the Instagram and, uh, what you got the fucking other oh, shit on Snapchat? Or yeah, or Snapchat. I don't really give a fuck about. I don't. I'm still learning. I don't. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I've never. I've never. It's, some of my best selfies have been taken on the shitter on Snapchat. It's not, just for not me, bullshit. It's, you know, for me, it's <laughs> yes. My pooping buddy Hank over here in the corner, fucking man. Yes. <laughs> for me, I don't know, like Instagram. I have people on there. That, I get more. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain people on there that right. I can throw, you know, our stuff at. Then there's certain people on Snapchat I can throw it right. on. And I that's kind of like you're getting really crafty with the tagging, though. Like you're tagging, like yeah. tagging is crucial, man. Like dude, he's getting crafty with it, man. I just want like he put I like want everyone to be noticed. I know? see, like you put like deathcore band, then you put like hardcore band, and then you put you know eight one five local scene or just some bullshit. You know what right. I mean? Just to put tags out there so that it pops up for certain people. Yeah, yeah. Hashtags are fucking. I just learned that about a week ago. I get more <laughs> I get more interaction for the podcast on Instagram than I do Facebook. Oh really? yeah. Instagram yeah. dude. Like I got like almost fourteen hundred followers on Instagram. Not that I'm, I'm just gonna brag or anything, I'm just saying for oh, example. That's purposes. fucking amazing. I mean our Instagram's a little eh. Cause I I'm not gonna lie, I, there was a little period of time I didn't really work with it. Right. <laughs> But well, now that I started getting back onto it, you know, it's more and I get more, more following yeah. it. I get more of a more interaction from people, whether it be listeners or new bands or right. musicians in general, on Instagram that I do. Like, for example, I said on Instagram, I might have close to 1,400. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, I'm a little under 11. Well, see, and that's the thing, too, is that for like, well, it was a little short period of time, we had like two or three Instagrams floating around. Right. Because our. Um, well, the first one we had, for some reason, it kicked us out and it would not lie, let us log back in. because saying I had a problem. The second one. An ex member made. And then okay. it just kind of got, um, like, but this one now this is I think a silent system eight one five. Yeah, that's what we got silent under. system eight one five. That one's the stay. I promise. Because there's one that there's one that says silent system official. That's the one that. It was, that's the one that got messed up. That yeah. for some reason you couldn't figure out. Yeah, I don't know. It randomly just kicked us out one day, and then I was trying to log back in, change the password and everything, and decided it's not available or. Weird. For some yeah. reason, wouldn't let us back in. So I was like, yeah, I, mean, right. I, I like, I definitely like Instagram more for networking. I mean, the podcast has only been around since, since I think September. It's a little bit easier. Yeah. 
But you've come a long way. Come, yeah, I'm very grateful for the steps that I've taken with this podcast, for sure. Right. So for me to even say I have that many followers and sometimes even a year yet, I'm just like, okay, wow. I'm just a fucking guy from Illinois in his fucking guest bedroom. <laughs> yeah. You know, just hanging out listening to fucking metal. But like like I even told you earlier, like I showed my buddy this. Yeah. You know, the, all the podcasts that you that you have already done. Right. And he listened to the, the On My Six one. Right. And he was saying that he could listen to this and go to work. You know, and he enjoys doing this over like, you know, listening to the radio or XM radio. Right. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. So, so definitely. For sure. I mean, that's why I take pride in like doing this because for me, I'm really happy to have you guys here. I'm really happy to do the thing with my Six. And right. this town has a lot of local talent, but there's already enough representatives for local talent right. when it comes to exposure. Right. So for me, I don't want to really concentrate on that so much. But being that you guys are local, it makes this thing possible. Right. So right. I have no problem doing it. But like for me, I've had bands from all around the fucking world on this podcast. Like every right. continent has been represented by Antarctica. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> you know? Man. Like, I've had a bunch of UK hardcore bands. I've had bands from Belgium, Germany, Brazil, Shit. Uh, Iceland, um, Australia. I mentioned Ian's Abyss earlier. Right. Um, like, all over the fucking world. I'm just like, for me, like, I when I, I recorded the pilot episode, and I'm, it's, like, it's very short, it's like 24 minutes. And I said in that episode, I'm like, you know... This is what I want to do with the podcast. Hopefully one day I'll have an international band. That happened episode four. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And I'm just like, holy shit. Because there's a band called Ventures from from the UK, Manchester, UK. And they hit their metalcore band. They hit me up on Instagram, which is why I fucking love Instagram. Because I'll just follow a bunch of bands and they'll hit me up. Hey, play this song for us. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's, that's, <laughs> like, that's like silence system dude i didn't expect it to be where it's at right now no you know what right. i mean because like we shit like i said the first year dude like the first half of the year i should say we were struggling as far as writing we didn't know exactly what the fuck no mind writing. you before yeah. well yeah actually it was i know we already talked about numbers and whatnot but before you know it was brought up of i think no it was after or before mark that we got aj wait what well, oh, we no, AJ. that was, no, that Mark was, was going to be the original, the that, original that whole situation happened, and then AJ came in, and then we ended up getting Jim. Yeah. Right. Okay. Fucking, fucking AJ, man. <laughs> I can't even... He just, did. he's so fun. He's just, he's just great. I love him. Fucking guy. Oh. That's another person I've known for years. I've known AJ for <laughs> For quite a while, yeah. He, I mean, if he ever listens to this, he'll, he should understand. He probably will. <laughs> he should understand. <laughs> he probably will. Shout out to AJ. But, uh, I mean, like I said, you know, we've just, with 2020 starting, man, we've already been doing things that we weren't expecting to do right. so soon. Uh, you know? I was and so, it's like, I, put, I put the pro and procrastinate on my own worst critic. And for me, I've had this podcast in mind since fucking March of 2019. Right. And I didn't put my foot to the fucking ground until September. Right. Because I was just so afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just so afraid. Yeah, of- that was the big thing with me, dude. That's why I didn't really jump and get out there with music because I was afraid that if I actually get out there and start, you know, it's not going to start. Nobody's going to show up. Nobody's going to listen. Nobody's going to fucking be honest. But now that I'm actually doing it, dude, it's like. I don't know. So it's, it's definitely 
changing my views on things, I guess, you know what right, I mean? Like, right. I mean, fuck, I never thought, you know, I'd have people come up to me after a show saying, damn, your vocals are fucking amazing. Right. You know, because I'm used to being that, you know, the, the, the fat guy in the back playing bass. You know, <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like, I, I, I'm used to being that fucking guy. Right. But then, you know, I... And it was always hard for me, too, because, you know, I could play practically about fucking anything you had me. Right. You know what I mean? So it was like, do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? Do I want to try this? I never really had a medium right. where I wanted to meet where I actually wanted to stick and do something. Right. You know? Hey, you can tell you, man. Like, when he found out I could play guitar, I probably bitched for the first week. I was like, dude, I'm so fucking dumb with guitar. I don't want to do it. I'm so fucking <laughs> I think the well, one I kept hearing, I'm rusty. I'm yeah. rusty. I'm rusty. <laughs> no, f- fuck off and keep playing. You're doing good. Right. You know? But I mean, it, I mean, it's I'm I'm glad I started the podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you know, my time on internet radio, I concentrate a lot on local music. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm I'm grateful for for what I've accomplished with the radio thing yeah. that I had. Uh, but for me, it's just I wanted to give back because I'm not a musician. I never will claim to be. I could probably play a fucking. Smoke. Right. I could, probably, <laughs> I could probably fucking play the smoke in the water. That's about all you're going to get out of hey, it. You know? But for me, it's just like I want, I, I'm so passionate about the music and I had so much fun supporting local music on the internet radio station. I'm like, I want to do this on another level. I mean, you're fucking phenomenal. I appreciate that. Thank you. You really are. And uh, so, like I said, you know, I'm very grateful for the bands I've had from all around the world oh, on this podcast. And they, they're, they're, just as grateful as you guys are. And I'm like, you're from fucking England. What the hell? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, why are you thanking me? I'm just some fucking nobody from Illinois. And you're fucking, but it's just not the outlet. So now the people that listen from they Illinois listen. Know about can it. heard about this band from the fucking UK. And that's another reason why I'm like, okay, if I concentrate just on local music, which is, I'm not taking any way, anything away from local music in this town. But if I just, it's kind of giving them that voice too, right. you know, to be like, Hey, you know, <laughs> right. But like I know if I, I I thought in my head I'm like okay if I just concentrate on local music like I did on the radio, right? Everybody that's gonna listen to it is already gonna know about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just gonna be replayed. Now that's a bad thing. It's just gonna be there's no point right. because there's enough representation for local music in this town that there doesn't need to be something else. Right. You got mm-hmm. the fucking rev on the X. Mm-hmm. What are you right, gonna get right. small time podcast to do the same fucking thing? Right. So that's why I wanted to concentrate outside of Rockford. Outside of, like, on my six, episode 21 was the first local thing I've ever done. Right, right. You know, 21 episodes deep, and I'm finally doing some. And you're, you, guys are, you guys are on episode 22. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, I want to incorporate more local, because there's a lot of fucking bands in this town that I know of, but I've never had an opportunity to see yet. I've looked them up on social media, and if they had anything recorded, I'll listen to it on Spotify or, or what have you. But I haven't had an opportunity to really check them out. Right, right. right. Because I've concentrated so much on... Outside of Rockford. Yep. And so I kind of want to get back into it and fucking, you know, maybe feature more local bands in the area. But I want to also, you know, keep the keep the formula alive for the podcast. Right, right. To be able, because now you guys and whoever listens to this, hopefully going to listen to more episodes. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then next week I could have a band from fucking the Ukraine. Like, you I, mean, dude, you, I mean, you already know you. You have our support. You know, I appreciate we're, we're that. gonna keep sharing the page because we want we want more people to, you know, be involved with this. Right. You know, and we've we just love what you're doing. We I appreciate that. Do, and we appreciate you. you having us on here. I appreciate. Yeah. Well, likewise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the first interview because my biggest issue is 
the fact that I have a lot of international bands. Right. It's really hard to do a long distance interview oh, without yeah, it sounding like fucking oh, yeah. dog shit, you know? Right. Because I don't want me to sound like a fucking fresh, shiny turd. Right. You know? <laughs> and then the band from fucking over across the pond sounds like a fucking. <laughs> sound like they're talking through a goddamn toilet <laughs> right. Sound like they're talking through a fucking toilet paper tube. Right. I don't want right. me to sound amazing and then some sound like they're, you know. I don't know. I want there's there's room for that. And I want to do that, but it's just a matter of finding the way to do it. Because I've had countless bands. Hey, you down for an interview? Yeah, but can you do this? Right. Can you help me too with this? Right. <laughs> you know this type of industry too. There's a lot of learning experience. Right. I mean, I've, go through, you know I've, I mean, everything that I've done with this podcast. You never really know until you take that chance. Right. Take that. You know, like this right now, for example. I have one microphone sitting on a fucking TV tray. I, it, works. <laughs> and it yeah. works, you know, but I've never had a live interview, right? Right, you know, to the point to where I've needed, like I mentioned earlier, I've only had one mic because it's just been me chilling here doing the episodes, right? And I've never had a need to buy a mixer, I've never had a need to fucking worry about anything else because it's just been me, you know, but I'm it's which is fine. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, you know, so I'm not really prepared to do anything. Other than what I've been doing, which I kind of probably should fucking concentrate on. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I mean, I, don't know, I have fun with it, and I'm really happy to, to be able to provide that outlet for bands. Because, like I said, I'm not a musician. Oh, yeah, dude. So, for me, it's like I'm passionate about the music to the point that I probably would think I was a musician. Because I couldn't tell you how many times. Even Logan, when I first met you, I thought you were a musician because right. I've seen you around so many times. Right. So, I, I would have people come up to me and be like, hey, aren't you playing that what? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't play anything. Like, but you're, weren't you once? I mean, maybe I could have been. I don't know. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like at one point in time, I asked you to play bass for us, too. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, come on, man. You're like, I don't even know how to play the fucking note. <laughs> I was like, it's okay. I mean, I'd be open to the fucking idea of maybe starting a project later on down the road because I know if I fucking set my mind to it and I could, I could easily teach you. You know, easily. do some shit yes. and, you know. Yeah. Fucking! Can't you um, see Matt? Fucking! Uh, yeah, <laughs> little breakdown phase. <laughs> Probably, but it's just like you know. So I know how passionate you guys are about creating the music, and I want to oh. be able to to make another outlet for them to show because it, it's the fucking digital age, right? And right. Like, I, you know, I've said this to so many people. Our, sorry to cut you off, yeah, but fine. no, our big thing. <laughs> Our big thing with our writing process, dude, is like, we literally write down what the, not like what we're feeling at that moment, but like, we all have like a similar, I guess, feeling and point in time at the same time, and it's just, that's how it's been working, man. Right. Like, we all throw down, you know, an idea. Like, this previous song that we just wrote, we've all had like shit going on with us, like massive bullshit. Right. And all that anger and aggression just, it. It, it literally just pummeled into this song. Right. And that's a song with Sean Dotson. Okay. And it, I, I, I shit you and I, I th- it's our heaviest track. It's heavier than Take My Life. I'm sorry. I'm saying it. It is. But, but yeah. <laughs> it's very, very, very heavy. It's like, is it one that I've heard like a rough? No. No. no, no yeah, is, we played it the first, first fucking time. This is the first time we played it. Last I think week. I do have a rough recording on my phone. That's a very right. rough, rough recording. Yeah, Which okay. I will send it to you. Okay, I'll check it out. I don't know if I'll play it. I'm going to check it out, dude. But no, it's... Uh, 
That's it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. It's all of our songs have not been super super fast. Right. This one's super fucking this one's fast. Super fast. Yeah, it's very spite like. Okay. You know. Okay. Very nasty and gritty. It's very fucking. Bleh. Like, it makes like the I got a boot face. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. the entire <laughs> time, like the entire time, like at that at our previous show, while we played, I seen a video. It was fucking surfacing around. As soon as we started this fucking song, I, there was just this one face. I was like, yeah. <laughs> the entire time, you know, just the whole, the whole yeah, you, that's awesome. It looks like you just massively got pushed out of just fucking. Just your, you're in mid fucking mid- runt. Oh, just yeah. mid fucking your butthole's about to fucking fucking you know <laughs> your, your your lower intestines about to blow kisses to the toilet. Oh yeah, dude, it's like a uh, a gastric exorcism just, just happened. Just happened. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love it, man. Uh, poop jokes are great. Um, so really did you finish? Did you finish your super group? You didn't finish your super group. Yeah, oh, fucker. Sh- <laughs> I fucking did. Assholes. You didn't finish your fucking. Did you? Yeah, you my asshole it. hurts right now. <laughs> Where was that? No, yeah, you had. We did. You said the ensemble. We did guitar. We did bass. No, we didn't do bass. We didn't do bass. Did yeah, bass. we did. I said uh, I do from other. Oh yeah, you did. You didn't do vocals. Yeah, who's your drummer? I did do vocals. Who's, no, he said the ensemble. Oh yeah, you're right. No, drummer. Who's your drummer? drummer. Yeah. Don't say no bullshit, no. Joey Jordison. All right. Well, I mean, Joey Jordison is gonna be one of them, but um, <laughs> no, dude. Uh, Vinny or that dude from fucking uh, Ocean's Eight, Alaska, dude. Oh, Chris Turner. He's, yeah, he's wicked, man. Or uh, fucking Divine Heresy's drummer, dude. Oh, Tom Young. Yeah, that or Tim Young. Tim Young. Yeah, that dude's fucking. What's dude? I forgot about them. Divine Heresy. I oh, forgot yeah. about them. I saw them in two thousand seven. Bass player just passed away or something. Yeah. But, uh, What's the other band of? Uh, Fear Factory. Fear Factory yeah. Oh my god, they're one of my favorites for sure. But I saw, I saw Divine Heresy. It's funny because you listen to like, what's that band? Band Bad Wolves. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. People are like, oh, I love that cover of Zombie. I'm like, have you heard Divine Heresy? No, why? I'm like, it's the same dude. No, it isn't. Wait, that is the same. Dude? Wait, yeah. that the the vocalist. The vocalist for Bad Wolves was the original vocalist for Divine Heresy. That- Wow, that, that I makes never a lot knew of that. Sense to me now. Tommy Vex is the original vocalist because they went from Tommy Vex. He just looks so different from. Because yeah. like, I literally just shit a little. I never knew that. The video for Fail Creation. Yeah. He's like, he's slow. Yeah, you know, I, I yeah. fucking love now, it. Now this one, yeah. Isn't yeah, that, that makes sense now? Yeah, I guess I don't know why. It's so because they went through Bleed the Fifth was the first album that they put out. But then they got another. And then they got some fat white dude. Pee pee heart. I never knew that. Face breaker was okay. <laughs> but yeah, Tommy Vex was the original vocalist for Divine Heresy. And I saw them live at Forest Hills Live in 2007. Oh, like, dude, I, my, that made my pee pee hard. I never knew that. <laughs> yeah. So people were like, you know, I love Bad Wolves. I'm like, have you heard his heavy shit? No, you, this is only. No. No. Well, I'm going to no, fucking no, no, go no, home no. And, and do my research. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I feel like I'm yeah. probably pretty dumb. And I now. saw them. Like I said, I saw them with. See, actually, you, I saw them twice on the same tour because. That fucking dude, I, I knew it, and I don't know why I never like actually researched it or looked it up, but I had a feeling. I was like, dude, I swear yeah, to God, it's the same, same dude guy. as fucking Divine Heresy. Yeah. Why didn't you ever say anything? Because now I will. Why? Go. Because, you know, <laughs> my brother. You're my friend. Yeah, well, you know, my brother, dude, he likes to argue with me and tell me I'm wrong all the time. And so, Joey. Yeah, and. Yeah, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I saw that tour twice <laughs> because it was Static X, Static X, Divine Heresy, Three Inches of Blood. Oh, God. And 
the local band Faded Embrace. They're not around anymore. They opened. Okay. And they're how I got tickets. Because oh, I shit. bought I used to fucking be the street team for them. Like I would pay you know, put my foot to the mud and fucking go hand out flyers for Faded Embrace shows. They're right. still not to take away from anything else, but Faded Embrace is still my favorite local band that's ever existed in the Rockford area. Oh boy. Period. <laughs> <laughs> because they were so ahead of their time. Like they're right. like they had hardcore vibes, but they were like they were just heavy. But it was like two thousand five. And they were just fucking, you know, right. never heard this kind of thing before in my life, which is kind of, I'm kind of biased in that sense, you know, <laughs> right. let's not get it twisted. I'm definitely biased from that opinion. But for me, it's just, you know, and they open and then you mentioned Witch Beulah earlier. They were so And good. Eric, who's now in Psycho Billy Death Clowns. Yeah. Was. They're, they're frontmen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same guy. So his band, Witch Beulah, opened for the same tour in Milwaukee the next day. Dude, I'm going to need to borrow that Witch Beulah CD and put it on my laptop. Because, <laughs> dude, I lost mine, like, fucking, like, seven, like, it was, like, seven or eight years ago, dude. I feel yeah, like shitty. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. I thank the Rev for, for that. He gave me his copy. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my copy, Rev? <laughs> but, uh, anyway, so, uh, Shadows Fall, or no, Static X was supposed to play the show at um, Forrester Lodge, but they, it was the first date of the tour. It was in Rockford. And Static X had a drop that day, but they played the next day in Milwaukee. Wasn't there a fucking venue right there by Forrester Lodge? Or not Forrester's, I'm sorry. Um, there's a venue out there kind of by uh, Forrester's Lanes. Wasn't it the Sahara? Wasn't that a venue? The, you, I mean, yeah, briefly. The, I remember going to a show there. Yeah. And then, to be honest, I could tell you. That's that's <laughs> blurry. I know they've had music there before. Yeah, because I remember going to see a show. There was a couple places around here that had like their little, you know what I mean? Right. And then I think and the LTs yeah. like reopened as a, a different name. Well, it's owned by the American Legion now. Yeah. Okay. Which is like a veterans thing. Well, maybe they maybe they should have a fuck hardcore show. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like American Legion's like the VFW. Although, <laughs> kinda, I don't know. Although, no disrespect. I just I know it's similar. I think, I know we talked about Embalmment earlier, Embalmment Reunion. I mean, get Larry to come back there, maybe. I'm serious, dude. <laughs> I'm serious. It yeah. has to happen. They, they, I mean, I know they were thinking about doing it there. They need to. They for, I mean, this was years ago now. But like I said, Jeff's no longer with us. Right. right. Uh, Spencer's married. Tate, I don't know where the fuck he's at. I love right. him, but I don't know where he's at. I just want to see Larry and Spencer play again. I mean, I'm sure they could probably... You know, fucking. I don't know if Larry still plays or not. I honestly don't know. Last time I talked to him, I don't think I ever really talked about music. I thought he was possessed the first time I seen him. He was fucking for fifteen years old. He fucking yeah, he shredded, shredded, yeah, shredded. But I mean, we'd fucking sit in sit in his parents' house in his garage and listen to fucking Deicide albums for yeah, hours. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, we listen to like Deicide, Decapitated, and fucking right. just death metal, like old like old school obituary, fucking Morbid Angel, like just fucking another obituary. Grew up on them too. Yeah, just like old school fucking like early Roadrunner death metal bands, you know, like the more sound fucking Tampa area, yeah. just fucking heaviness. Right. <laughs> and you, you play to something like this isn't that heavy. I'm like motherfucker, were you there? When were you there? Do <laughs> like, you even know what happened? And uh, but yeah, go like know. Carl from Sling Blade. <laughs> 
That's funny. Um, what was I gonna say? That ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> so, um, for you, do you have anything extra you want to say about the band? Anything? Well, uh, just you know, follow us. Be on the lookout. We got a lot of crazy things coming up soon. <laughs> you, uh, like a haircut, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. You, uh, <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, you can. Well, I think. Nobody else knows this. Okay. But um, as you know, we are. We have a bit of a change in the lineup. We have a. In the last week. And I am <laughs> very, very, very happy about this change. Um, Austin from Backburner, my brother. Okay. Is now on guitar for us. Right on. Okay, cool. Nobody knows that. Well, now they do. Now they do. Yeah, but, right? <laughs> but um, he didn't even know what the fuck. Yeah, the Aust- <laughs> Austin Shelton from. Yeah, previously Backburner, right? Um, which he's still with them as well, but uh, he has agreed to come on the team and start fucking shit up. So does that mean you're gonna see a lot of Backburner silences and shows? Uh, probably. I, mean, I, I hope it would I make hope, the most sense. I hope it would yeah. make the most sense. Yeah. But although Austin, <laughs> Austin and uh, Tater, they met up at practice and they click. Yeah. It's, it, it's it's just that click, right? So. But I'm very excited to be because it felt weird not being with him because he's he's always been you know he's always been right by my side you know so is it going to be for the eight tracks you guys mentioned you guys have eight tracks like, right now yeah. draft you gonna, right, right now we have eight yeah are you going to start writing some new shit with Austin? oh no we're but we're definitely going to write we're new. definitely writing we actually, you're going to like have throw have Austin throw his flare on what you already got right um, yeah, that that too but I mean Austin and Tater. You're gonna see a big change in writing. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's gonna get a lot faster. Right on. It's gonna get a lot. Austin's a little bit more technical. Austin's a very thrashy. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. So he's gonna put his little twist on it. I just, I cannot fucking wait. Okay. Cannot fucking wait, man. So when uh, you got some shows lined up, is he gonna be on any of them? His first show with us is going to be. Yeah, I'm gonna much, maybe I'm, uh, we have it on our on our yeah, band face cool. on our band Facebook. Um, give me no, a second. Here. I'm you, trying to pull it up. Yeah, no, it's at the. Uh... Oh, it's a house show that we we're on the show with push pushover actually got us on the show. Okay. Um, but it is March 27th, and it's it's a house show at the Mandala House, and it's definitely. Ten days, but, <laughs> but <laughs> if you want to go to the show, basically look like up on our band page and so that's a Facebook page. Yeah, so at facebook.com slash uh, Silent System eight one five. Okay, yeah, and um, you'll see if you just scroll down on our band page, you'll see right there's an there. event page that we've been sharing about. Okay. It's a five dollar cover, get in, and then it's just the the lineup is just out of this fucking. World. Is it? Is it- is it officially announced? Oh yeah, it's it's oh, a whole yeah, event page. Okay. Um, but yeah, the pushovers on the bill. Don't get comfy. Shout out to Tom Stone. Love yeah. that guy. Uh, us and Eulogy. Eulogy. I don't think I've heard of them. Are they newer? Uh, I'm thinking so. I have. They, Are they from here? Is that that's a bigger? I question. think I think so. Yeah. Okay. They have YouTube uh, links underneath their band names okay. in the so event page, them. so you can get check a sound for it. Okay. And that's the 27th? Yeah, March 27th. Right. And then the other show that we do have booked, but there hasn't been an event page announced for it yet, is um, 
Let me go back to it here. But it's at the back bar. Okay. Um, give me one second here. That was till April, I thought. Yeah, I'm just trying to fucking find... Me and shout out to Michael Garza from Pushover and Common Threads. He's a fucking mint dude. <laughs> He's <laughs> um, yeah. Let me see. Yes. So for the show at the back bar, that is an all ages show, six dollar cover, six thirty. Was it six bucks for six bucks? I don't know. The back burner does that. They do like five bands. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've done that. Um. I'm trying to. There's not a date yet, so it's just oh. stay tuned for a back bar show. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, I, this is really really bad. But no, he actually did give me a date. Um, no, four seventeen. Yeah, okay. okay. April seventeenth. Yeah, okay. You're right. That was mixed up. That's what it was. I yep. knew there was one March, and I was okay. way to not come in clutch. Yeah, April seventeenth. <laughs> um, and that show we have a band called End Life. And that that made me through. Uh, pushover, uh, reaching Everest. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many bands in this area yeah. that I haven't had. Bury the enemy and it bleeds. I, none of them. I'm yeah. Sure, I, I mean, that's it's crazy. It's not the talent's here. Right. It's exactly. Just they need somewhere to fucking play. That's yeah. That's getting the shit out thing there. About that's it. the whole thing getting out there. But man. But the, yeah, we have a couple more shows well, I mean, that are in the works right now. So we're. Slowly. To, yeah, just piecing it together, waiting to get right. back on a couple things, and then. But yes, my brother's first show, Austin Shelton's first show back with us will be at the Mandala House on um, March twenty seventh. You fucking got it. <laughs> I feel like I've done this promotion thing before. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking good at it, man. <laughs> but yeah, again, I am very, very excited to have him again by my side. Okay, I, it's more of like a. Brotherly thing. Yeah, it's more of the right. Well, I mean, Tater's got his brother in the fucking band. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> but Ginger's just everybody. Yeah, but... He's just everybody's brother. Oh, like right. my brother. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I remember when he was like, is he's two years younger than you? Three. Three years younger yeah, than you? He's so he was like two, nine when you were running around and I met Tony. Tater. He just turned 23. Was Matt with us? No, he wasn't with us New Year, was he? No, I had a word. <laughs> fucking uh, Joey at New Year. Yeah, no, dude, that motherfucker fell hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, dude. Like, fell over in the bathroom. All right, we were playing, we were playing some card game. Hello. Uh, basically, we were all pretty inebriated. But, um, Happy so my brother gets up, Joey, <laughs> and he gets up, and he's acting totally fine, dude, you know. I mean, he's goofy because he's a little drunk, but next thing you know, we're all talking, and then we hear, <laughs> What's that? I run to the bathroom, dude, and all you see is his feet just sprout, sprawl out like that. And he's just sitting there like, and I'm like, dude, you good? He's like, I'll be all right. <laughs> Closes the door about five minutes later. He comes out, waves everybody, fucking falls on the chair, and he's like, I'm as, out. As, as like the countdown for the year was coming out, dude. It's it wasn't even midnight shit. yet? No, oh, fucking dude. Looking. As the ball was going down, he's sitting over in the chair. He's just feet up. <laughs> I mean, you know, I kissed my old lady. He kissed his old lady, you know, and everyone's, you know, doing the whole fucking, you know. I remember my first beer. <laughs> right. I look over Jimmy. and I, I remember I was on Snapchat. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know dinosaur. <laughs> I was on Snapchat and I remember taking my phone up and I got everybody on video. <laughs> I turn around and I'm like, Happy New Year, Joey. And I zoom in and he just gives me just the weakest thumbs up. He's like, <laughs> So. It was so good, <laughs> but yeah, that's uh. I remember like 
you know, because I met Tater when he was 12, so it was, Joey was like nine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Running around. <laughs> and he was like this short little fucker, and I was taller than me. I'm like, what happened? Right. Like, I'm like, a short I'm dude. Well, I don't know if Tater told you or not, but I am now um, his his uh, mom and stepdad, you know, Carrie and Don. Right. Uh, <laughs> Don has adopted me. <laughs> and I love my dad more than anything in this world. <laughs> you know he goes suits me after this. Right? I love, love, love Don. Oh, dude, I make it known to him even at the show. Like he was just sitting there. He's like, "You fucking embarrassed me. I'll fucking kill you." I'm not playing. You know, and I, I did. I did. Was it Buddy the Elf? You know, I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> you just need to do that on stage. And point I, out. Did. I did. You need to do I did. I did every time. Well, that needs to be like if he's there. That needs to be like a thing. It needs to be in the set list. Well, I'm I'm, this song, this song, and bears down. (laughs) (laughs) See, I I, you know I tried pointing you know pointing it out. You know, I didn't get my good looks from my real biological father. Right. You know, I got them from Don. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But but (laughs) but Don told me I got the big pecker like him, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I love Carrie and Don though. They're they're fucking great. You know they let us practice over at their house and shit for a while. And very supportive too. Oh surprisingly, yeah, because you know, uh, especially for Don, man. Don's really like if it ain't country, it ain't music. <laughs> Remember you ever come downstairs? He's yeah. like, man, play some fucking Skinner. <laughs> I wish. I wish. He's he's not, I mean, he's big is he dude. that guy that's in the back that just screams Freebird? Yes. Oh, yeah. He's, he's that guy. You know what, dude? He's gotten out of his comfort zone. He comes to our shows, dude. Right. He, he digs it, man. Actually, at our, at our previous show at Whiskey's, I was not expecting him to come up to me and, you know, congratulate me and say that, you know, I did good for myself. Yeah, he's kind of one of those hard asses, you know. But he'd right. come up to me, and, I mean, he gave me, like, a bro handshake, and he jerked my ass up and was like, you did fucking amazing. To kind of give you an idea, Don's kind of like a big old fucking biker. Big old six-foot-six biker. Yeah. It's scary motherfucker. <laughs> big old uh, big yeah. beer gut. Yeah. He's uh, shaped like a pear. In a good way. Hair, I wouldn't piss him off. Way. In a good way. He's got, when you visualize a big old beer belly biker, he looks like a fucking pear. I mean, he's, <laughs> they look like, I mean, I mean, I'm getting there myself, you know, looking like a fucking pear because I can't stop drinking beer. But I mean, the big old, big old gut and a tiny head. That just, it happens. Yeah. I, <laughs> remember when your mom come downstairs and saying karaoke with me? Uh, she was okay. lit. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you were pretty, uh, gotta do my squats. <laughs> that was another drunk night. Oh god, there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, Tuesday's gone. You making me smoke. Oh, Matt knows. Matt, he could tell you a bunch of terror fucking war stories. Now. Hey Tom, <laughs> hey Tom, try these sugar wicks. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I got, a, I got a lot of, I got a lot of tater stories, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to tell any of them. Busting my nose. I've, dude, I've, <laughs> you know, it was one thing, you know, him playing uh, Louis Armstrong. Grab, grab a cheesecake while he was working out. That was one right. thing. But when he put on ATC around the world, <laughs> he fucking started doing squats, dude. I lost it. He's like, this is my workout jam. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. That one. Yeah. That's great. So, I mean, we're at an hour and 45 minutes, and that went by quick as shit. 
Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. It went by quick. This is probably going to be my longest episode. Fucking miss. Ever. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm literally going to throw this in, record a fucking oh, intro, play the two. You having us, man. Play, take, <laughs> play Take My Life, which I think, yeah, I saved it, right? Yeah, I saved it. Yeah. And then uh, probably do an intro myself, play the track, play this interview, maybe do an outro. I don't know yet. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of just winging it on the fly here. Because this man. is just like I'm learning as I go, really. So are we. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, yeah. dude, uh, on behalf of you know the guys that aren't here, you know, thank you for having no, us. Yeah, thank you for being yeah. here. For sure. You know, we will share the shit out of the page and you all get your name on as I best as we that. can. I appreciate that. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, there's, I mean, we're just, you know, five shitheads. Yeah, pretty Actually, much. Like having fun. <laughs> Your four shit heads in the tabletop. Yeah. There yeah. you go. That's the best way to explain it. Right <laughs> <there. laughs> no, man. We we just like to have fun, you know. When we're not playing shows, we just like to you just know, hang out. Hang out. And call other people my fucking dad. <laughs> you know? Forced to be adopted. Right. Give us squids. Taking poop, poop selfies. I send them to everybody. Poop if selfies. anyone would like a poop selfie for me, please add me on Snapchat. <laughs> Defrey underscore Dahmer. FaceTime's always on the show. Dude, I'm not shitting. I mean, I Alright, so he got a new house, right? Right. First thing he he calls me. Hey, he FaceTimes me. He's like, dude. I got my own personal bathroom, but guess what? What? There's no walls. It's literally just in the open. It's just Whole a toilet. toilet. Yeah, just a toilet. And then there's like, you know, like the toilet paper roll and shit. And I'm like, this is fucking mint. There's room. Like, I have breathing room. And like, there's no fucking wall space where you're cr- Like, dude, I'm a big dude. Twig and bits can breathe. Like, exactly, man. You know, like, like, just to give me an idea of what I look like, dude, I just, I'm a big fucking guy. Yeah. He's like, he's slowly becoming a parrot. But I hope the guy don't look like a pig. <laughs> but you put me in a perfect toilet where there's no like walls and I can breathe. Hand me a what, a fucking you know a pop. I don't give a fuck. You know whatever a beer, dude. I'm set. I'm set. That's great. Oh, man. But yeah, thank you again, dude. You know. Yeah, um, man, it's been fun. So uh, in closing, introduce you guys. Introduce yourselves again, and then we'll. We'll Our favorite orange filler. Basically, just stay tuned for a music video and a new album. Oh, yeah. yeah just keep you think it in 2020 or like 2021? No, it's definitely going to be in 2020. Oh, yeah, the music video will definitely drop. Yeah, in the next but as far months. as the um, EP album deal, we're still breaking. Find it by ear. Find it by ear. Stay tuned. This but we're going to have like new merch. We're going to have a bunch of new. Uh, yeah, by the way, we do. We just got picked up a bunch of shirts. An hour and 49 minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we we do got a shit ton of t-shirts left, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, we got a shit ton of I think like two hundred fucking two hundred and thirty bracelets. Right. You know, the like I think she has one on. No, no Tater does. But I have one for you and I have your t shirt, but I forgot it at fucking Tater's house. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh 
Like the bracelets, I don't know if you see or not, but like they're fucking actually like pretty they're durable. Those, they're those like live strong kind yeah, of bracelets yeah. uh, to kind of give a visual. Yeah. A mental visual thing. <laughs> I can't wear. Okay. I can't wear mine. It's too big, and it just falls off my wrist. So I use it as cock ring, but Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're gonna get out here, guys. Thanks again. Yep. Thank uh, you, dude. For, Thank you, man, for being here, and uh, stay tuned for new shit from Science System. Hell yeah! Catch you guys later. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the two-hour-long interview with Silent System. I wouldn't have it any other way. To be completely frank, I would not have had. This is officially the longest episode of Straight to the Core so far, episode 22. Um, I need to do more interviews. I was kind of talking uh, with my friend Carcass Bomb over at Noob Heavy, one of our biggest supporters, one of our main affiliates here on the podcast, and he's from Australia. And I need to bring him on. I need to bring the Rev on from the X, Timothy Edwards. Um, I've already gotten in contact with him. He's down for the count. Not down for the count, but down for the cause. Not down for the count. Wow. <laughs> and so stay tuned for an episode with Timothy Edwards. I'm really, really, really happy to have him on and kind of rattle his brain. Because uh, I've never really had a good, solid sit down with him to kind of rattle his brain about how Rockford music, uh, how much it means to him. And I mentioned it earlier as well about trying to sprinkle in a more local love uh, for my area. Uh, but I'm still going to be keep doing the same old thing and, and featuring amazing metal bands from around the world. Uh, next week I got some pretty pretty cool stuff planned. I'll be right back to the uh, showcase and featuring some really awesome artists and bands from around the world. Um, but yeah, I need to focus on, on getting some more local love. Because uh, the last couple weeks, I've had a really awesome response uh, with the post that was made about announcing this episode. And I've got an amazing response from last week's episode without my six. So I know the local love is there in return. So I kind of want to, I kind of want to, you know, keep that love going uh, for the local guys in town and the local musicians and the local metal scene in Rockford, Illinois, where I'm from. Um, so shout out to everybody, especially Dom. And Tater, shout out to Joey, shout out to Nick, and um, shout out to Austin, who, as you heard in the interview, is the new guitar player for Silent System. So that's huge. Really happy to have that announcement get made on the podcast today. And uh, stay tuned for new shit from Silent System. Uh, some social media links. Then I'm going to bust out the old, uh, the old uh, thing here. And... Uh, Fuck, I'm getting on sidetrack. Uh, so, Silent System. Let me search them up real quick. I'm not. I am not uh, prepared right now. <laughs> so, Silent System, the Facebook page. I know Dom mentioned it in the interview, uh, but it's facebook.com forward slash Silent System 815. Uh, stay tuned on that for updates on the new album, uh, any updates on new songs, the music video that got planned, uh, some new stuff with Austin behind the axe if you will and uh, yeah i'm excited i got new shows lined up uh stay tuned to their facebook uh, they have an instagram as well they bust out instagram excuse my typing here <laughs> i probably should have pulled this up before i started recording but hey what can you do uh so silent system let's see here 
don't know if you search them right up. They'll pop right up, no problem. It is Silent System 815 on Instagram as well. So Instagram.com forward slash Silent System 815. And um, for Take My Life, you can find the video for that. It's pinned to the top of the Facebook page. Um, it should be available on iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, YouTube, um, and everything else. But the, the, the video for it is available on their Facebook page. So check that out if you like what you hear. Stay tuned for new stuff from Silent System. Uh, thanks again to Dom and Tater for coming in this evening. Uh, it's been a great episode 22. I don't want to linger too long because right now we're at two hours and seven minutes. And like I said, this is probably the longest episode so far straight to the core, which is fine because I had the time of my life. The two hours that went by during the interview uh, just whizzed by. It, it was crazy how quick that went by. Uh, so, yeah, it's been great. Uh, thank you, everybody, to all the support, for all the support uh, over the last however many months since September of last year that this podcast has been a thing. I cannot do it without you guys. Uh, without the bands, without the musicians, without the music, and without the support from you to listen to it at this podcast would not be possible. So I will always be eternally grateful for that, no matter where this podcast goes in the future. I did post up some merch links. Uh, I do have some pretty basic designs for some merch. Hopefully I can get printed soon. Uh, if anybody's interested, hit me up on any social media or email, uh, straight2core at gmail.com, or hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Speaking of social media, I did finally change the Facebook URL to Straight Core Pod, just like everything else, like our main hub where you can find all the links for all the different streaming services is anchor.fm forward slash Straight Core Pod. Instagram is instagram.com forward slash Straight Core Pod. Uh, Twitter is at Straight Core Pod. So I just said for the, 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 for the simplicity of it all, for the sake of simplicity, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> um, I just changed the Facebook to Straight Core Pod. So it's all streamlined, Straight Core Pod, across the board. Hit me up if you want to pre-order any t-shirts. The quick description of the t-shirts and a hoodie. Um, the first t-shirt just has the new Straight to the Core logo and then the anchor.fm URL on the back. Um, the hoodie has the logo on the front and on the back says born and bred metalhead with the anchor.fm url and i do have a new design that i just threw together um it's similar to the t-shirt where it's the same front design but the back design is kind of like a t-shirt uh t-shirt jersey like a jersey shirt to where it says massacre for matt massacre in the 91 uh, which is the year i was born in uh, i thought that looked cool so I, i'll post that up here soon probably tomorrow uh, after the episode airs actually I'm talking in the past tense, technically. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just just stay tuned to the Instagram and the Facebook for Straight to the Core. Um, I'm definitely, after the experience I had today with these guys in, in Silent System, definitely prepare for more interviews uh, in the future. I mentioned the Rev. I want to get him on. I want to get some more local bands on and kind of kind of share the local love. Maybe get some on my six guys on before the end of the summer to kind of uh, rattle their brains a bit and do another follow-up episode to episode 21, the one I did last week. And I got to give a shout-out to all the guys on On My Six again for that. They, they sent me a lot of love for doing that. And uh, a lot, a lot, mad respect to those guys, for sure. 
and a mad respect to the Rockford area music scene. Um, a lot of talent in this town. And uh, yeah, it's more local love will be coming on straight to the core. But in the meantime, stick around every week. Uh, my work schedule did change. So the podcast should be on the same formula. Uh, I was working 12 hour shifts three days a week, but now they're moving us back to eights. So I should be able to still have the same amount of time to, to pump out an episode every Friday. So that hopefully shouldn't change. Uh, I just have less time to really uh, do a few things, but it shouldn't affect the podcast too much. Uh, so yeah, back to the grindstone, eight hour days, five days a week, you know, American dream, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so thank you everybody again for all the support, um, interviews, local love, heavy fucking metal around the world, global, national, let's fucking do it. Uh, my name is Matt Massacre. I think we're going to end it here. Thanks again to Silent System. Uh, thank you to Noob Heavy and to Rhodes Entertainment for being amazing affiliates to this podcast, as well as to all the bands that have been on this podcast every single week it, from, from the past and the future. Uh, couldn't do it without you. So thanks again. Uh, y'all stay safe. Stay fucking heavy. Stay fucking hard. And don't do anything I wouldn't do. I'll talk to you guys next week for episode 23. Y'all have a good night.